Um, but I was buying my girlfriend in pre-K, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, porcelain dolls yeah, and giving yeah. them to her. And her parents so let this happen. And my yeah. parents obviously pay for this. Good afternoon, good morning, good welcome uh, to the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. I'm here with my best friend, Joe, and I'm Dylan from the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. Joe, you want to let everyone know what's going on? I'm Joe from the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. Welcome back, folks. We are ready to eat a slice of pizza and uh, maybe even uh, a little bit of fear. Because we're talking about some creepy ass shit this week. It is spooky month once again. The Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. We're going a little sideways this year. Last year we got shit with the witches and the goblins and the vampires. You know, the classics, still classics. We might revisit them one day. But this year, we're going wacky. What are we talking about today, Dylan? We're going wacky. We're going uh, extracurricular. We're going in extracurricular. Well, and, well said. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of uh, this is like a um, honors level yeah you guys have been around for long enough you know you graduated to uh 201 we're not on 101 anymore yeah exactly ghosts are pretty basic you know high level shit and they're not going away they're not and they'll probably come back and they're always going to pop back up but haunted animatronics is is phd level uh spooky this next level creepy Next little creepy. We're talking it's, research um, deep. Or as down. Dylan said, spooky meatball. Or as the internet says, creepy yeah. pasta. Creepy pasta. Spooky meatball. Well, me and Joe will call it spooky meatball. How's that? Just so everyone. That's knows our that. particular brand of creepy pasta. The spooky yeah, meatball. The spooky meatball. The I terrifying this... linguini. Terrifying linguini. Speaking of linguini, um, I want everyone to start thinking about a new food source. New I've been thinking source. about saying this on the podcast for a couple of weeks now. Maybe a couple of months since I've been doing this, but. This is your um, platform as well as mine. It is. Please feel free. Yeah, yeah. And I have nothing to gain from this besides global health and healthier podcast listeners. But don't fuck around with sardines. Meaning, like, don't fuck with them in the fact that you shouldn't be shitting on them. So Sardine. don't talk shit about sardines, the food, or the, the animal? Well, it's like, I mean, there's no such thing as, like, a you know, what do we call like a meatball, you know, is cow for the most part. It's other things too. You get some, you know, other animals and stuff in there, like lamb or whatever it is. Mm, But sardines happen to share the same name as it's a food and the thing at the same time. Right. Yeah. You don't say I'm eating a cow. Cow flesh. Yeah, exactly. You say, I mean, I'm having a hamburger. Yeah. You know, it's, it's completely associated with mammals. I think you say I'll eat chicken. I'll eat mm-hmm. salmon and I'll eat beef and mutton. You won't say I'll eat sheep and cow. Or even worse, I'm going to have a baby, uh, like malnourished <laughs> cow, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Veal sounds so much nicer than baby malnourished cow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's what it is because they, they are so close to us that you can't say, I'm going to yep. eat uh, a, a slab of cow tonight. 
Yeah. Yeah. You got to change it up. So anyways, uh, sardines are fucking great. Uh, it took me 30 years to figure this out. I just want everyone to know that. I, fi- I just found this out. like sardines. I just found this that. out. It's one of those fucking phenomenal fishes out there and it goes in everything. So I had linguine last night, red sauce, mozzarella, and I added a tin of sardines. It's fucking great. You really are Italian. Even more than you think. It's fucking good, dude. That sounds awful. I know it does, but it, it, it tastes like adding tuna. Like it's like the same exact consistency. It's only a little different. Well, Just telling you guys. Though, right? I've only uh, had sardine no, one if time. you get the salty shit, the fucking salty ones. Yeah, but. I guess I've had the ones in the can. Are you talking about like freshly based? No, no, these are can. Mm-hmm. Canned sardines. Last night, there are canned sardines from Portugal in this like really attractive tin uh and it was just price per ounce is so much cheaper than salmon like it's well you get a lot more fish for your buck i'm sure yeah you do you do and one salmon or three thousand sardines for the same price pretty much and salmon is not even as healthy for you because sardines don't have a very low level of mercury because they're not big enough and they don't live long enough to even fucking accumulate mercury from the ocean So it's a nice, safe fish. So I just wanted to put, put that out there for everyone. I mean, we could have, we'll probably have a commercial about this so you guys will get official you know, knowledge from commercials, um, much like lobstersonly.com if you're into dating. Um, <laughs> like, same thing, a little different. So today's episode is brought to you by Sardines. Go get yourself a tin. Act like the homeless guy in the woods from Dennis the Menace eating beans out of a tin. Only make it worse. Make it fish. Fish out of a tin. Nothing mm. cooler than a guy on a bus just cracking open a nice, peeling back that tin of sardines and just yeah. one by one dropping them into his yep. mouth like like Jabba the Hutt. Mm-hmm. Fish at his uh, throne there. That's just something else. Exactly. What a perfectly so, disgusting image to start this podcast with. You're, you're it reminds brand. me so much of the story of a haunted animatronic. Let's delve right in. Let's let's get into this. So. Uh, raise your hand if um, before this podcast you ever heard of one of the uh, competitors to Chuck E. Cheese, also known as Mr. Cheese, uh, named uh, Uncle Clunk. I had no? never heard of that one before. I had heard of Rock of Fire Explosion, which was like the Pepsi. Mm. Actually, it might have been the Coke to Chuck E. Cheese um, at the time. That might come up later, but I had never heard of Uncle Clunk. Yeah, so interesting that you said Rock of Fire Explosion because um, because Showbiz Pizza was a pizza place that started Showbiz, <laughs> showbiz Pizza Place, often shortened to Showbiz Pizza or Showbiz. If you say, hey, hey mom pe- and dad, I want to go to Showbiz tonight. And they go, all right, sounds good. We're going to go from to Showbiz, created by Robert L. Brock of Creative Engineering, Inc. in 1980 in irving texas great place we might see going forward here is that it's engineer first the animatronics come first and they build the restaurant around it anyone can make a pizza right but not everyone can make a fully functional animatronic guitar playing robot exactly so that's a real fucking thing and it all makes a lot of sense because if we're you know when you think of like these show you know like chuck e cheese's showbiz pizza fun spot chuck e cheese could be called showbiz pizza honestly like that's the same goddamn thing which one came first i don't know i've never heard of showbiz pizza uh yeah uh i haven't either because it's a texas thing and i think it went um yeah i think it's a lot a lot of this is regional too because it's hard to spread it out i think chuck e cheese is definitely a northeastern thing 
Um, really? It might have spread out more from now, but a lot of the Chuck E. Cheese stuff I saw were like all like people recording stuff from like Massachusetts and you know New Hampshire and stuff like that. <laughs> I got some news for you on this one. Where is it from? California. So yes, it's it was founded in 1977, right before Showbiz Pizza. Oh, it just got in under the wire. Just got in the wire. And it actually says the predecessor is Showbiz Pizza. But it says Showbiz Pizza wasn't created till 1980-something. So we have a that's a here. weird thing. Uh, dear Wikipedia, uh, we got some news for you. Um, I really hope that Showbiz Pizza didn't start after Chuck E. Cheese because that's like starting uh, Disney World with Mickey Mouse and then having your next uh, theme park be Magical Castle World. It's like, it, yeah. it's already that. Like, you got to think of something better than what it is. So I hope Chuck E. Cheese copied Showbiz Pizza. Uh, Someone think- fucking copied somebody or lost a bet because they... All right, so Chuck E. Cheese was founded in San Jose in 1977. San Jose. But its headquarters is now in Irving, Texas, where some of the most horrible things ever happened at Showbiz Pizza Place. Good Lord. Yeah, good Lord is right. So, um, and what I think is... So Uncle Clunk is is a proprietor or a employee of (laughs) Showbiz Pizza. We're going to call him an employee. So... um, Uncle, so before Uncle Clunk showed up, so we're talking like early 80s, Uncle Clunk started showing up like mid 80s, like a couple of years after. Yeah, and that is there was, the golden age of animatronic pizza joints, as it far is. as I'm concerned. It's, it goes yeah. with the, you know, the boom uh, economy of the 80s plus pizza plus arcade. I mean, arcade of the 80s was the golden age of the arcade too. So this all comes together at the same time here. Yeah, so as a kid, you, your parents drag you into this place that's got pizza and it's got live robot shows. Drag me. I was dragging them. <laughs> I'm the one who's the dragon here. Were you, were you a Chuck E. Cheese kid? Loved it. My favorite place. Oh, shit. You kidding me? My number one. I had a, had a birthday party there and it was the best thing ever. I loved Chuck E. Cheese. Loved, wow. Well, first of all, loved arcades. Insanely. Yep. Loved pizza. Hey, and if if part of it, uh, uh, you know, a banjo playing dogs in a cup and sing me a little birthday song, you can Fuck count yeah. me in twice. Give me yeah. the tickets. Give me the tokens. I, I loved all of it. I was about this Chuck E. Cheese in particular. So. Fuck yeah. All right. Um, I was a fun spot kid. We went to fun spot a lot. Well, had- well, well, let's, I think we're doing apples and oranges there. Not actually apples and oranges. Not necessarily. I think we're I mean, doing still- apple flavored Jolly Rancher and delicious picked off the tree Macintosh. Fun okay. spot is yeah. the is the mecca of this kind of place here and chuck e cheese is the kind of strip mall version of it but uh, but i love sure. both those places yeah i just i can't i don't want to step on you but I, I fun spots you know one of my favorite places of all time so i won't i didn't know if we were picking i mean i i i've only been to chuck e cheese like once or twice as a kid and i have very very little memory of it wow. besides, no, I, I went like besides, probably at least 10 times i know exactly how the birthday. carpet smells um yeah oh yeah the yeah. sense memories so yeah. they stick to you good stuff so, uh, so there was a band at um, Showbiz Pizza called the Rock of Fire Explosion. Rock oh, so that, of Fire. That's what they're from. Rock. That's what they're from, from. Yeah. Okay. So, so I yep. did kind of. Yeah. So put it together. And the Rock of Fire Explosion had uh, fucking Billy Bob and a bunch of other shit going on. You know, yeah. who are all animatronics, and they only had uh, like twenty something uh, different moves. So. You know, when you think of, for example, if Billy Bob's playing guitar, he mostly is strumming, maybe turning his head. So you've got, you yeah. know, one, Every two, three, four. Things. Yeah, exactly. And then a couple things. So out of the fucking blue, our buddy here, Robert Brock, 
decided that we're going to fucking take this shit to the next level. We've got enough money. We're going to create the best animatronic that has ever existed. And his name is going to be Uncle Clunk. Uncle Clunk. Uncle Clunk was a... Um, uh, slightly became the star of the show. And... Uh, but immediately everyone hated him and he was designed. <laughs> they forced it on him. Huh? They did. And, um, and he was, um, they designed him to look like some, one of his creators. Cause it was obviously created by the head founder, but it was, they picked a weird looking dude at the, at the, at the engineering company and accentuated all of his features, gave him an even weirder giant fucking yeah. dick-shaped nose yeah we're gonna put it up in hair folks but it is just horrifying. yeah take a look at this guy and, and let me know if you, something's cute. not looking not, not looking fun it just looks really terrifying and really gruesome overall. yeah he really does joe you want to just give us a couple more characteristics about him um while you're looking he's a fiery ginge yeah curly red hair a slightly balding it looks like a, like his hairline is set back and then he has and he has long curly. He looks very much like a late seventies, early eighties, like um, maybe a used car salesman. Yeah, with the plaid yeah. suit, the multicolored plaid suit, big bow tie. Yeah, he, he just looks awful. He's uh, not looking great. Isn't he wouldn't like him. So he turned into one of the scariest stories of all time, wow. and he uh, right, like I said right off the bat, he just he became the star of the show, but everyone just didn't like him. He just had this weird things when he was out back, he was kind of staring at people doing weird things. And out of the gate, he was referred to as the abomination in the shows. He'd be like, Oh, here comes on the abomination. And it was uncle clunk. I believe it. Abomination is an apt word when it comes to this. Yeah. And so beyond his like weird way, he went about doing things and his strange looks he was the most sophisticated animatronic character produced by Creative Engineering Inc. at that time. Wow. And he had more than twice the number of movements of any other characters, including Billy Bob. They so put much all so. their eggs in a disgusting basket. A weird fucking basket. And so much so that if you placed a, like a fruit basket relatively close to him that had a phone or a banana in it, he could pick it up. Um, wow, that is intricate. Yep. And um, less than 50 of Uncle Clunks were produced, which meant they designed it to be like a traveling show. So like, hey, this is a good way to get customers into this this particular uh, pizza joint. Yeah. Well, not just pizza joint, showbiz pizza. Showbiz pizza. Yeah, baby. But less than 50 is still a massive number for animatronics, though. Usually a lot of these animatronics are one of one. I mean, we're talking about Chuck E. Cheese and showbiz pizza. They start to re replicate them and put them in all their places. But like you go to places like Six Flags or Disney World or whatever, those when they build them, they build them as that's what it is. It's not like a mass produced, uh, it's not like Poochie, you know, a robot Poochie. dog. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good point, Joe. Anyways, they had, they, I guess they were just ramping up the locations and they sure. couldn't put one in every single location. Cause as you know, with Chuck E. Cheese, like Mr. Cheese, there's one of him in every location. He's always fucking there. He's you know? the guy. Exactly. So, um, so what their plan was is to cycle the, them around like, hey, the Massachusetts uh, fucking uh, showbiz pizza has Uncle Clunk in town this month. Let's go there, mom and dad. I can't wait to see him. That's interesting. And, so you, they would bring him in. He wouldn't be like set on the stage. They're like, yeah, he yeah. He, he was like a traveling show. So he would just wow. swing on in. So um, every single 
showbiz pizza that got him started complaining about him. Every single one. They started saying that they just thought it was creepy. Kids said that it just wouldn't stop looking at him. And I believe uh, all this, by the way, that this it totally tracks. It tracks. Looking at it right now, if you're looking at it on the on the YouTube channel, I mean, it looks awful. <laughs> it's it's scary. I'm an adult man, and I'm scared of this thing. Can't imagine what. Yeah, but he wasn't supposed to. Like I said, he's fucked, but he wasn't like designed to be scary. He was designed no. to be like a fucked up and oh goofy, like, hey, like a Conan O'Brien, like a, like a talk so talk talk show host is yeah. kind of what he was going for, you know. But what he looks like is he looks bad. like. He looks like the uh, fucking like annoying uncle, guy. But he looks like your uncle that um, isn't allowed to go to family reunions anymore. That's a completely true fact. He, but he also looks like that annoying guy from like, um, kind of like uh, fucking Jesus, dude. Imagine this. Imagine Jimmy Neutron, Carl, thin, annoying. I can see that. Yeah, the Carl. Mentality. Carl, for those of you who don't know, Carl was like the fat, like redheaded jimmy oh i don't know what's going on jimmy literally that's him i mean there's no difference at all joe nailed it so um yeah he's got like that fucking look anyways so let's put a damper on everything because everyone fucking hates him and the the whole traveling shit whatever so um so they're already documented at this point when they built that many uncle clunks they can't actually reel it back now yeah, exactly. And, it sounds and then, to me like they didn't really test this thing out. They're kind of like, this is our new thing. Build a build, you know, 20 of them. We'll send them around the country. Yeah, and exactly. As soon as kids see it, they go, This is fucking creepy. Yeah, exactly. So they they would, you know, have engineers go out and take a look at them and they to see like what's wrong with them. Like, why did this uncle clunk grab a kid? Like, what the fuck is that? Like, kid doesn't look like a banana. You know, oh, what I mean? grabbed a kid. Grab the kid. Ooh, like just in the back, good. fucking grab the kid. You know, grab kids. So they test them out, and sure enough, you know, all of them are good. And the the company's owner, you know, we talked about him earlier, um, said he's never been more frightened of an animatronic in his life, and he never told any details about it. Wow. A little weird. Um, they reskinned him, changed it around a bit. Nothing, nothing worked to get people to like Uncle Clunk. Um, even with the new skin. So yeah, even with the new skin, the new fucking nose, all these things. So then, then things started to really get down at Showbiz Pizzas. Um, again, we're in we're in the eighties, and um, a uh, there was a child abduction from one of the restaurants right underneath the parents' nose. Oh no! Then the good. next one was a, a few weeks later. There was a shooting one night out of nowhere at Showbiz Pizza. Oh, well, that Pizza. you can't avoid. But I do like, yeah. uh, this, is, this is worth mentioning at this point, is that at Chuck E. Cheese, when you walk in, first of all, you're not allowed to enter the restaurant without bringing a kid with you. That's oh, there you say a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and I, this is my whole life. They must have put this rule in in the 80s. Probably people just used to walk in and out. But no, Probably a reason for that. We'll get to that And when later. you go in, it was, you would have to go in, you have to bring a kid with you. And also, they would stamp your wrist with a, uh, your, or either the back of your hand with a black light stamp so they could uh-huh. check you when you're going in and out to see you know if you know you brought your kid with you or whatever it's to track everybody and it must be because of uh, incidents like this that i wasn't aware of yeah that's probably it so there's a shooting uh, and there was a, a bunch of other um strange incidents at these places like just a lot of fights a lot of just bad energy well, i mean and- it basically is like a like a playground or like a I guess more like a theme park all packed into one place. So you got a lot of, you know, adults 
that are kind of tired and exhausted and stressed out for all the kids. You got hundreds of kids screaming. You got money going back and forth. A lot of people are paying a mm-hmm. lot of money to have their kids' birthdays at places like this. And the tensions are high. It's like a wedding for children. So I can see people breaking out in fights and violence because of the, the stress of being packed all in one place together with all those animatronics just playing their music, just staring at you. Yeah, so exactly. So you've got you've got all that going on. You get the stress, and then you've got a, a failed animatronic that no one fucking likes that you spend all this money on R and D and getting yeah. these things in here, and then all of a sudden you've got some some serious incidents with fucking creeps and murders and gunshots and Ugh. anger and whatever it is. So they decided to pull all the Uncle Clunks from the locations. Got them out of there. They pulled all the Uncle Clunks, except for one. One in particular. They left one of them. They don't know why. So where was that one? Uh, this one was uh, was in Irving, Texas, closer to the headquarters. Mm. There was one there, and one employee said that they still kept him going, and they didn't like it, but he was there, and um, they, they, would... like they had to keep one around after all much money they spent, and they poured into this concept of uncle clunk yeah yeah exactly and he would still do the same some strange things like they'd power him down and all of a sudden they'd He'd be grabbing go grabbing out back room and he would he would uh turn back on and they'd be like what the fuck we should turn him off so we're powering back down again and uh and then he would be doing his show but he'd be staring at one person the whole time and um i mean those 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 eyes they're supposed to look like cartoony but they really look like lifeless doll's eyes much like the sharks of last week that you just stare into your soul as creepy little plasticine orbs like, yeah Oof, i mean these animatronics really i mean they're they're one hair away from being creepy as fuck immediately and if they're not all you know sunshine and giggles if they just stare at you for like 10 seconds and don't move and then they just it's shift a little bit freaky, that, that's dude. enough to freak me out i mean that's fucking weird it is fucking weird i can't imagine that it's feel if i was if i had to walk into a warehouse and the thing wouldn't stop staring at me and it was turned on and it wasn't supposed to be i would be petrified i'd be freaking out i, I so, mean I, uh, it's just not like, i don't like that at all so you and all the other customers of showbiz pizza were like all right fuck oh, this fucking thing so they put it behind a black like a in the this particular restaurant had a different style of things like the showroom was like not exactly the same place as all the other things it was like oh hey come into this theater and watch uncle oh, okay. clunk and his fucking gang do their thing so they eventually moved him into a completely separate room gotcha and put a black sheet over him and and that type of thing because he was just disturbing the the restaurant patrons so much but then every now and then a kid would sneak back there come running back crying that uh that uncle clunk started you know pointing at him through the sheet and you know still moving the hell yeah yeah and then it wasn't until one day where uh all these incidents still happen and then all of a sudden an 18 wheeler drove through the restaurant what yep (laughs) so we have we've got murders we got shootings and now we've got an 18 wheeler coming through the restaurant landing within inches of uncle clunk and it's been a brake failure exactly didn't didn't get him but it crashed through the front oh man yeah yeah and up yeah, exactly. And then after that, they finally. Kid, no one, no kids got hit or anything, right? No, 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 no kids got hit. Oh, good. And then after that, uh, they they knew something was weird with this thing, from this giant, lifeless model that has life and scares people and stares at everyone and grabs kids and all these things. So it's almost it's just a bad omen to have the restaurant. So they eventually pulled it back 
to um, uh, to their warehouse, and uh, you know, eventually, we're trying to. So even the last get... Uncle Clunk, they're like, even this one can't stay. It's just too creepy. It's too mm-hmm. too odd. People are getting freaked out. Let's bring it back to the warehouse. Let's not destroy it. Let's keep it around. Let's bring it back to the warehouse. Exactly. I mean, the HD Uncle Clunk probably costs a shit ton of money. I mean, not even kind of of development. These animatronics are expensive as hell, like thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, we're like 10 grand. I mean, if you you were to buy one, if if right now, if there was like a sale of, um, you know, Mr. Cheese from Chuck E. Cheese, it would be Charles Cheese. Charles Cheese, yeah. Um, Charles Entertainment Cheese. Would be a good point. I wanted to bring that up later. His middle name is Entertainment. I yeah, love that shit. Love that. Charles Entertainment Cheese. Showbiz. Showbiz Pizza. Showbiz Pizza. So um Chuck E. Cheese, dude. So funny. It's so funny. Entertainment's my middle name. So they took him back. They took back Oakland Clunk. Mm-hmm. And they, they, the band continued on without him. And they had a bad played on. Bad, bad run for like a decade with Uncle Clunk of couple incidences and that type of thing and now it's rumored that he may be sitting with the collector somewhere in texas no one even totally knows they didn't they might not have totally destroyed him and one day we may unfortunately find out that he still lives he still lives oh i hope not i hope they they should have destroyed him they sure should have hanging around that story is creepy enough without the visual of uncle clunk because it just sounds just the most awful creepy ass thing yeah, his, his his big, his skull looks like a fucking alien. It's so weird and oblong, and his big dick nose and his weird orange hair. It's just freaky all around. He reminds me of like a nightmare clown or something. Like he's like an, a creation of it or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he reminds me of that. And and what's what I was thinking is so back to like the 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 theory of animatronics and where they really got started. Um, they obviously got started, you know, probably more than it, you know, we could animate things to a certain, not animate, but we could program things to a certain extent, even a decade before that pretty yeah. shittily, just might, you know, these are robots. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're early robots. Obviously they're using it for the purpose of entertainment because it's easier to make a robot move a certain way to perform like a, like a little dance than it is to have it perform actual actions. Like they, I spoiler alert for all you kids out there. These robots aren't playing the instruments. <laughs> like that would what? be difficult to you do. Shouldn't be? <laughs> but in the eighties, you could perform, you could program a robot to perform like it was doing that, which is very early. I mean, at the time it was probably mind blowing for, I know it was for me for, as a kid and for a lot of people, it's like, this isn't even a, it looks like a mascot, but it's moving around like it's its own thing. And there's no one in that suit. It's moving on its own will. Exactly. And to a, to like, you know, a, a real small level, if you want to program this type of thing, you basically have like, uh, a, a, a electrical connection to a to a motor that just spins in a circle mm-hmm. and then it has leads on all the ends of those things so like to move the arm up after 60 every 60 seconds that lead makes contact for like a few seconds with another That's point that provides thing. electricity to the mustache to do this then that yeah. thing keeps going the next thing well, i think hat, that one might arm. be every two seconds by the video behind me here the mustache is going oh yeah, yeah yeah you exactly just saying like if you <laughs> want a, a robot example, to play though, yeah. a guitar Right, you know, right. it's 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 just a bunch of motors connected to a spinning wheel that that, that gives electricity on a timer. So yeah, um, pretty pretty out. cool stuff. So for Uncle Clunk to be doing this fucking crazy ass shit, yeah, it shouldn't be pretty uh, wild. There's no independent movement that should be happening there. It should all be on the rotation. Like I know that the illusion is there, Chuck E. Cheese, that they're playing their show, but that that's really all they can do. That's all they ever do, um, yeah. unless you're Uncle Clunk. 
in which case yeah. you have a will of your own apparently freaky <laughs> exactly and um what i think is the funniest thing about this though is it's just it's so i mean it, it wouldn't take a it would not take a fucking brain scientist to look at what's going on behind you and be like where did this all come from i know the generation the world war ii generation this is a product <laughs> of them it just fucking is These the greatest people, generation as they say it is they did shit like this this is their fucking shit that this is like the pinnacle of their fucking capabilities is that they're gonna make a restaurant for children they love children that generation and we're gonna make a restaurant also for children. Funk is one of that generation i think yeah yeah well, yeah exactly um we'll make a restaurant for children and we're gonna make it to entertainment we're gonna have this automatic band because it's gonna reduce cost but also be super high tech because yep. they're taking simple technology and making it. So you just picture a guy that looks like me in this this costume that I'm wearing in the 80s. So this guy's in his 60s. Yeah. And he's making, th- like, this is his fucking, this is the final fucking run for him. Like, yeah. very much like a Colonel Sanders who didn't hit it big till he was, like, in his 60s. Very it's much like analogy. fucking uh, Christoph Waltz didn't become fucking an actor till he was in his 40s. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield, and- too interesting Stand know up. that yeah so um a late bloomer business guy goes hitting it big this year guys creates chucky fucking cheese charles entertainment cheese himself entertainment for kids with really interesting pizza and music. yeah and it, it's basically a casino because you win the tickets and you have to put your money in and you get tokens so once they have your money like chips you can't leave with the money. That's the money. Put it in. And it's a really good process there. You get, you get entertainment. It basically, it's Las Vegas for kids. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Showbiz. Showbiz. So, let's take a quick commercial break, guys. Our first one of the night. First one of the week. Y'all right, folks. Ready for the next show coming up soon. Please come back and see the host band play person. once again. The person who knows how to party when a party's going on. Chuck. You look like a guy who's looking to buy something. I'm always looking for investments. Well, luckily, you're sitting next to the best salesman in North America. Maybe the world. Bullshit. You know what? Sell me this pen. We've all done that before. I'm a salesman. All right. I got one for you. Sell me this microwave. I need you to make me Belvita cheesy shells, trademark, right this second. What would you use? Well, I'd use a microwave. Got one here right for you. I learned all these selling tactics by listening to the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. (laughs) What if I told you the people just came into your house and you have no way to get out, but I have a pot filled with forks and knives that you could put in this very microwave and put it to 20 minutes. What do you need then? I need this microwave to defend my family. I learned all these selling tactics and more from the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. Hey, 
let's do it. We're back. So, unfortunately, uh, just to wrap up our last segment, um, you can no longer go to Showbiz Pizza. Showbiz Pizza is no longer a viable business. It's not, which unfortunately means... The Rock of Fire Explosion has retired. They're retired. But they're probably sitting in a collection somewhere with some guy. They may make an appearance. certainly are because... Like we said earlier, these things are valuable, and although they're not very useful in your daily life, like any other collector's item, and nostalgia combined, you can get a lot of money for shit like this. Oh, yeah. Yep. And they're like, not uh, Disney. Like, in Disney, if they, if they have an old, retired uh, animatronic, they try to hide it away to keep the mystique going. They don't want people having the mm-hmm. old Pirates of the Caribbean guy in their house. You know, they could do anything with that. But Rock Fire Explosion, they're like, hey, whatever. You want to pay? You got it. Take it. Yep. Exactly. So stay Everything tuned to see where uh, if we find any more horror stories about the rock fire explosion band dismemberment. Good collectors Lord. who hold these things. So on to Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese is on the NASDAQ. I now understand it's a publicly traded corporation. I saw you that. Want, do you want to know it's letters? You know how they all have letters? I'm going to guess. Yeah, go ahead. CHZ. That would be great. It's CHKY. Chucky. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's good. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, Who's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, no, yeah. Predecessor Showbiz Pizza. Yeah, yeah, that's part of it too. Yeah. I'm confused. 77, though. That's the year the Star Wars came out. The the Rock Fire Explosion got on the scene. And uh, now it's still around. A lot of of the locations have scaled back from uh, Charles Entertainment Cheese. It was definitely bigger, and it's getting smaller every year, I'm sure, because places like Dave & Buster's come up, and kids, they just want to play iPhone games. They don't really want to see animatronic robots go. They can just put their Oculus on and see a hot porn star dance in front of them. Why, why do they need to see Chuck E. Cheese singing with show tunes? Uh, Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Obviously, they don't do that, but you know what I'm saying. Kids are bored by this shit now. What kind of kid wants this? I mean, you want to, you still like the mascots and the whole like plushy kind of idea of it, but I feel like Chuck E. Cheese is going to go the way that the Rock Fire explosion, I think, in the next 10, 20 years. COVID must have not been great for it either, I'd imagine. Yeah, unless, uh, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, hey, how was COVID for you as a kid? I got COVID at Chuck E. Cheese in uh, early 2020. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and it's not like the, the Chuck E. Cheese band can not... really go on tour. Uh, not that we know of uh, yet, but that would be a funny place to get COVID, like just from a. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm now reading the name of the band. It's the Munch's Make Believe Band, not the Chuck E. Cheese Bands. So I won't mess that the up. Munch's Make Believe. Right from here on out, we're going to call them the Munch's Make Believe. Yeah, because that's what they are. Yeah. And um, and can you put on um just to bring it back to the world of the creepy, which we're going to be heading towards the rest of this pod. Can you, can you uh, turn on the share screen button? Because I want to show you a couple of images we have oh, sure. here of Absolutely. Rock of Fire Explosion um, robots now. Because a lot of people have them in their collections or they're just warehouses somewhere. Uh, there was a fire in one of the warehouses. I mean, you can imagine just the sheer amount of uh, horror involved here. At least so you'd here- get like, at least you'd get like 10 seconds maybe five seconds of a whiff of like burning popcorn and plastic smell oh, because just to write them out. imagine All if you go up there and give one of them a hug that's what i'm saying they don't wash them they don't wash them a hug it's just doritos and mountain dew fart 
Ugh. and popcorn in the fur for 30 to 40 plus years we're it's talking just like those little mascot costumes I mean, so here's some here's some photos i mean look at these things man this is crazy town. they just look horrifying and yeah, we got we got burned out rats we got we got the, the skull oh of, i love of, when they take their fucking faces the heads off. off you really see what they really are mm-hmm. under all that stuff Actually, this one's a good one of the uh, the main guy Billy wow. Bob. There, look at that! Just a just a freaking metal spike through his head. Dude, it's just Westworld. This is seriously just Westworld. It's the, just it's just Westworld. The too. movie and the sequel, Future World. When they take their masks off, they look like this. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I'd play a quick video of a rocket fire explosion. I don't know if it's rocket fire explosion, but it's a similar thing. Well, no. Um, if and- Billy the Bear's there, we'll know. Well, Can't it's, it's, him a, it's a wolf with a uh, with a puppet, which will branch in our next segment too. But I, I gotta play this, and I'll describe it for the folks. But it'll be brief. It'll be about thirty seconds. But this is just a haunting uh, video of a guy walking through an apartment with these animatronics no already way. set up in it, and it, and it just really is really a freaky scene. All so for those of you who are uh, driving a car, dirt bike, motorcycle, yeah. ATV, or whatever it is, you can picture. We'll, we'll we've got a video you. on YouTube of abandoned animatronics in some guy's apartment. Yes, and it, the only lighting is a flashlight, and uh, he's gonna play one of the animatronics that still is functional, but is its face is all mangled and horrifying, and, and it's just it's just crazy. The little skeleton inside. This is great. This is a video from 2019 with over almost 5 million views. So now that was the keyboardist for the Rockfire Explosion, the, the gorilla, wow. which he seems to be fully intact here, but uh, not And really. fully clothed. Fully clothed, which is nice. And now nice there's, a little, there's a little puppet uh, next to him there, which is like a sock, uh, like a little sock. Okay. Open the curtains. Okay, this is uh, and that sound is the clanking of the metal machinery inside this mangled this guy's mouth. face. It looks like someone smashed it with a fucking ATV and he goes all mangled up. And it's just it's just awful looking in this straight up horror lit movie apartment. stuff. Like imagine the attack of the animatronics and one guy, like you said, hits this with a car and then it's like, okay, let's get going. While it tries to still kill you while its face is all mangled in. Just just awful. Here we go. We'll play it for a couple seconds here for you. Folks. Let's say I'm, I'm Thanks this. for using the show selector, and we'll be happy to do the selection that you've chosen today. And remember, we do work on tips only. So if you'll just come up and pad Rawls tip jar here, I'll see the rest of the Hundred percent commission. And, uh, we're not supposed to be trying to get tips from people, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, we do like the arm articulate the puppet. Sure you want to do for pushing and lifting on the show selector? Earl, I'm sure they'd be happy. I mean, all the charm Unreal. and the appeal of that is completely lost, and it's all horror now. With with the, you can see <laughs> the, the servos and the the, the gross natty exactly. big hair. Oh god! Oh man! That oh is man! Just it's awful. crazy. My one of my favorite just, thoughts of this I just, is I hate it so much. I mean, I'm fascinated by. I it. love it. I, I don't want to be in that like, room. I don't want to be in. There. I know, but if I had so if I had a twenty six room mansion, I am a big believer in. Um, very simple. Portlandia sort of did this, like when they did the goth people. Like yeah. one room was like really extreme, like committed so much to one theme. Like all yeah. of a sudden, you walk in one room and it's full of plants and sunlight. The next room is like all black. black well, I lights, like that idea. Gothic light. Then you room. have like, hey, don't open this door. 
That's what I don't Here's like. The one door. You guys don't want to go in. Trust me, after a few drinks, I know you're all thinking this is the one door you shouldn't go in, so they're going to go in the door. And that's the fucking room. It's dark. You have to take a flashlight. And it's as soon as they open, it triggers the old animatronics that Hello, are fucked up. Welcome to the junkie cheese. I need to... Yeah, I mean, it's just so And freaky. you're like, I can't go in that room. Do you know how funny of a house party that would be? be like, I wouldn't go in there. Be like, hey, there's a room that says don't enter. Fucking go in there. I, I dare you to go in that fucking room. Whew. And that is the room. You would be like, holy shit. And everyone would everyone would go to the room. It'd have to. Couldn't stop anyone. I'd go to the room. You kidding me? I'd be like, I gotta see it. Like, oh my god, it's so. Oh, Joe. Joe's new house has one room with an old, old fucking rando like side member from the Chuck E. Cheese band. Yeah, I I have the the, the Italian drummer. The meatball maniacs. What's it called again? Uh, like like it's uh Munch's Make Believe Band. I think it's supposed to be some kind of parody on Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Probably sounded like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's fucking funny stuff. Oh, man, just so freaky, though. Just the the little iron skeletons beneath with its, you know, servos and circuits. Mm-hmm. And I mean, is it pneumatic? Is that how it, is that how it kind of jolts? It, it sounds around, pneumatic, or? but I, I just it's not. Is that well, right? I mean, I see tubes. Pneumatic. So some is, of them might be pneumatic might. I mean, you could do pneumatic for sure. And maybe I know that some of the Disney uh, animatronics are pneumatic to just at least the older ones are just to make it a simpler system you know i don't the new think... ones now are probably all fully robotic uh, yeah it, it, there's less chances for it to fuck up if it's well and if it's system. pneumatic you have to have an air tank somewhere so i yeah. would nothing think... like the end of the show no i'm pretty sure there's use ones were because at the end of the show <laughs> and all the heads are going on and go yeah. you're like oh that's not normal so i didn't even think of this and i didn't know this <laughs> until you mentioned it but like i think the only way for them to make that sound is if they're pneumatic yeah that's not the sound of them hitting stoppers it's just the sound of like just a bunch of pneumatic bullshit going on so um, because if it was electric motors yeah yeah that's why it's like that kind of sound to it which i think it adds to the fear i mean all all it's all freaky all around but just the i mean just to see the the collarbone of this crazy looking wolf thing and just i want to throw up it's so fucking weird looking wild freaky wild shit absolutely and, and what i think uh, is even funnier is that um yeah that particular video uh you know you ever live in an apartment where there's a floor above you yeah yeah um we we all most well i would i would hope most listeners have i do I, right I, now I actually really yeah do you get the like what are they doing up there i do like you just have like all the time you're like what you just know how you walk around a house and you're like, why does, why are they bowling? Yeah. Why are they rollerblading up there? Yeah. Why are be they doing cartwheels indoors? Yeah. Indoors. Like, are, is there, is there a shopping cart upstairs right now dancing? Cause I don't <laughs> understand. And then, then just for years, you're like, what is this? Very like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> yeah, I see going. Yeah. And then, you know, like it Jeffrey Dahmer's like neighbors, you know, always hear drills and weird noises and they're like, what is going on there? And he's like, just nothing. And then you realize that it's like, oh, he has an animatronic collection from Chuck E. Cheese from 1977 that he likes to play (laughs) at night. Honestly, I'd probably rather find out that my neighbor's been murdering people and keeping their heads in the fridge than my neighbor has a full collection of the rock of fire explosion that's dismantled in his attic. Going, oh, welcome. We work on tips. Like, it's just so fucking Well, let me ask you a question then. I mean, if that's what you, that's what you feel. Um, 
what if that's what i feel in this moment yes yeah i I, i'd probably rather not have jeffrey dahmer as my neighbor just two cents i didn't say jeffrey dahmer i just said a neighbor that cuts people's heads off was in the fridge all right okay all right yeah that clears it up a little bit um (laughs) (laughs) so no but imagine splitting hairs or splitting heads i know but you know imagine it's i am legend you're will smith and i'm the omega man you're the what is that that's that what i am legend is a remake of omega man oh who would have known yeah now we know um now you know so uh you're will smith and you, you know you don't have the dog before you fucking kill it and um Spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> and um Saddest part of the movie easily. there's no other people and you have to have fucking you got dude i can't i couldn't do it i need people i need i need to talk to you every week you know like this is yeah and then you're like, yeah, I, right, I can't well, do alone for a while. That's why I talk to myself when I'm mm-hmm. alone all the time, just to hear like voices in my head. Would you so. would you hang out in Chuck E. Cheese every now and then? Throw those mm-hmm. bad boys on? I, I might. I might actually. Because <laughs> right now I wouldn't because it'd be so freaky to be alone in that place. But if there's no other humans, it might be your best like bet to just be around to something. Mental, your mental health solution for the end of the world yeah. is to go to Chuck E. Cheese and talk just, you know, robots. Hang out in the ball pit. Hey, just- Mr. Chef, how's it going today? I don't know. Let's play a song. Like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, song. you should play it. I love that. Will you play that again this time? He's playing fucking uh, <laughs> Incubus because <laughs> it's like it's been frozen in the nineties. Exactly. Then you just scream at him. Just you just yeah. do whatever you want. There's no you take rules. out all your anger on him and be like, I always thought that before the apocalypse happened that I might be in a better place than this, but you're still stuck here too, you fucking pizza drummer. You're just like me. I said I'd be here at six thirty on the dot. You didn't even turn on before his zap it. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just lashing out to you. Oh, no, quick, wait, I'll, I'll, I'll make the pizza. Even though you're a chef, mm-hmm. you never get it behind your drum set. Yeah. Uh, not all yeah. of us I mean, from not work all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Kids these days. Uh, yeah. Reality show from the Dylan Joe Basin podcast. Uh, we, if, if, you, if you or anyone you know has an animatronic collection and you want to let us use it for a, a, like a day for making videos. Oh, know. even just one animatronic. Just, just, just one. Yeah, even just one so we can have an obsession with it. It's so cool. Well, I, mean, I found so it. many cool videos of abandoned animatronics and uh, <laughs> old Rock of Fire things. But one of, before we get off the animatronics trail here, because I, I got a whole other separate uh, little lane for you here that's in the same. Same podcast, mm. Land. I'm not going to leave mm-hmm. you too far away. And I think we should double back on our final thoughts and talk about animatronics and why they're so fucking scary. Um, but it is a one of the most popular video games made in the past decade. It, it's it's sold more than most things that you've heard of uh, that you've actually enjoyed. It's sold more than um, A Boy and His Blob. What was that game you liked the, with the blob? Come on. The Maw. It sold more than the Maw. It sold. Oh wow, that's a hard. I mean, not many people yeah. meet that record, dude. Yeah, it, it might. It might be up there. It might actually sold better than uh, Donkey Kong Island Paradise. I'm not sure if it wow. did. Yeah, but its popularity certainly game. is way ahead of itself, and it spawned multiple sequels. And now they're actually building. They're in the process of building a theme park ride based solely on this game. You and some of our mis- listeners might have heard it, but most of our listeners aren't um, teenagers, so they might not have. But it's a computer game called Five Nights at Freddy's. Have you heard about this game? Uh, no. It's a game that's completely based off of our podcast we're doing right now. It is, you are the character, you're trapped in um, an old Chuck E. Cheese type 
pizza parlor you should and all of the animatronics come alive and are haunted and it's your job to try to survive five nights at freddy's and as you play through the game you're not allowed to walk around you're supposed to like switch between cameras like almost like you're a security guard watching the place and as it goes on these things start to come alive and get more fucked up and they start walking around and coming after you and trying to kill you sounds awesome do you get guns completely based off no you don't have guns that's the thing you're you're you have a flashlight and you can control the cameras. That's all you can do. So it's kind of like um, that horror movie game with the night vision. Yeah, it's a survival horror game. It's not an action game. You, you just, all the things are more powerful than you. Sounds but yeah, it's completely fuck, based yeah. off of Chuck E. Cheese, uh, Showbiz Pizza kind of thing. And it's it's huge, a huge video game. They made a bunch of sequels of it, which I'm sure have diminishing returns because the whole fear factor is not knowing what's going to happen when you play the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they're building a theme park right now. It's Five Nights at Freddy's. They have the animatronics being built right now. And you're going to drive through on your little cart and all the animatronics are going to go nuts on you and you have flashlights to try to take them out. I think it's a really cool idea uh, as that far as fear crazy. goes. And um, yeah, obviously a bunch of thousands of fan-made videos of people doing like, oh, Five Nights at Freddy's, me and the bear are going to, you know, he's going to kill me or whatever. And all the other kinds of weird internet stuff where people want to marry them and stuff like that, you know, teach their own. But I mean, this is the exact product of this time in the 80s where people building these pizza parlors for animatronics. And now there's video games nowadays being like, how freaky are these things? Can you imagine being trapped at night with Uncle Clunk? And they're like, yeah, we made a video game out of it. And it's fucking terrifying. I mean, wow. I've never played the game and I'm not going to buy it, but I've seen clips of it and it is quite freaky. Maybe we should play that game sometime, Joe. Yeah, maybe we should play it. Sure, we can find a version of it. We'll put it on the Patreon. (laughs) It'll be our second episode a week. uh, Let's play Dylan Joe Baseball Podcast Five Nights at Freddy's. Can we survive the five nights at Freddy's? Yeah. yeah, they have a VR one now too. I think where you you're feeling dude. Really uh, that's so that, that's that one we get okay. So if that's I'm looking at the screen, so this I'd be isn't okay, worth if I have to actually look around the room VR. and see a, a like a Chuck E. Cheese come and try to strangle me, that would get me. I would be scared. So my um, my physical therapist uh, a year ago before I, I broke up with her as my physical therapist because she was charging like sixty dollars a fucking session. I was like, yeah, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just. I mean, this is a perpetual pain. I just have to live with it for the rest of my life. We're not doing, nothing's happening here. So, um, but she had a cool idea. She had, uh, she was like, oh, I'm having a Halloween party. It was like last year, the year before. And um, she just invites her friends over, her and her husband's friends. And uh, that's the only thing she has. Have VR. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm just being dumb. Oh, I just didn't hear. No, I know you're saying you're like, her friends and her husband's friends you're like she invites her friends over her and her husband's friends and i was like oh so only her husband's friends are her friends he's one of those <laughs> yeah, exactly so so yeah when she has them over and they have vr horror video game night instead of horror movie night i'm like that's oh, cool fuck yeah so they play that game that is that, the that scariest is scarier game ever dude like that one where you're i'm telling what's the name of it it's, it's like you have a, um well, oh, first of all, there's Batteries. like a hundred of them. I know. So but it's this hard one, to say. It was free. There's on one Xbox called PT. There's one called Insomnia. There's one called Amnesia: The Dark Descent. That's supposed to be one of the scariest games ever. Um, um, Resident Evil has one. I mean, there's, yeah. there's a million of them. It's They're very terrifying. similar to that, but but that um, really would get me. I, I'm not nearly as scared as a horror movie as I am playing a scary moment in a video game for five minutes. Because you feel like you're in control of it, and I can feel the fear of getting attacked, even though you're not being physically attacked. 
it's that entrapment of being in the game. That's why I've never played that game Alien Isolation, which is a survival horror game where you're just trapped on the ship with the alien from the movie Alien. Oh, and I'm God. like, I love that movie. Do it, it's such a cool scary. idea, but I, I, I wouldn't enjoy it. I'd be, I'd be too scared the whole time. Well, you're just like coming home from work and you're like trying not to be fucking so scared. And yeah, and you're just, you, so you can't relax. You cannot scary, relax. Dude. Like, I mean, that game, uh, Hellblade Senna was sacrificed, where you are the Viking girl with um, schizophrenia. That is enough with headphones for me to be like, I had to put it down multiple times to be like, oh my God, I need dude, to break. fuck that game, so dude. scary. But I could watch every horror movie. I could watch every horror movie in a row right now and be like, oh, that, that was good. That was, that was creepy. But five minutes of a really good VR game or even not VR game, just a, just a, well, VR being the audio in your ears. Mm-hmm. Like that's enough to me. Maybe be like, OK, I got to get out of this. This really just freaked me the fuck out. So I think that's the next level of, of scare. Is it's VR. so much scary. Dude, it's so much scarier than movies you or whatever. Because like, dude, here's you know, for, well, exactly. Just like I'm just reiterating everything you're saying, but. One, I googled scary Xbox One game with camera, immediately came up with Outlast. And Outlast, okay, yeah. That's the game I'm talking about. Gotcha. And I've played both of them, and dude, I, I can't do it. Like, I, I can, right. but it's so scary, because all of a sudden it's like, oh, you have to go in the basement now, and it's like water and whatever. Yeah. And you have you bet you, you have a, a, an old VCR camera that we all had that has night vision mode, and you have like AA batteries that are like dying, and then you just oh, see even something. the batteries are dying. I mean, that that, that was just, just stressful itself. So stressful. And you like see something in the corner, like this like thing, like fucking eating something. And you're like, oh no, I hope it doesn't hear me. Then it like slowly turns around and your camera dies and it's chasing you, but it's not going very fast. But you're just rear running fast trying to figure out how to get out of there while this yeah, thing panic, is just coming after you. Panic. And I'm, I'm like, this is terrible. That. So I was talking to her, my physical therapist. And yeah. she's like, yeah, this is what we do. Like we have VR and we're playing Outlast, and it's the scariest thing on earth. I'm like, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. It's terrifying. terrifying. It's like we kind of just see how long each person can last. I'm like, it's a fun party. Yeah, they can outlast. <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy party! What a party! <laughs> see who can last longer. That's great for this time of year, but that's quite a New Year's mm-hmm. Eve activity. Scary, absolute yeah. shit out of everybody. Yeah, that'll do it. So um, before we segue into to whatever uh, is next after this, um, I, I just want to bring to light uh, a couple of um, a couple of Chuck E. Cheese things. Like uh, Chuck E. Cheese has had some fucking shit happen, including including like a really bad shooting. Um, I believe it, man. It's like Disney World where they make you think like oh no one ever dies here it's like of course it is millions of people go there uh, every a lot year. of people have died in chuck e cheese like a lot of people like yeah. hundreds like and you to try to kind of sweep you that, that you've got brawls breaking out a tire flies through a window injured three people Damn. uh just shit breaks out over like the machines not working and people getting fights like people taking home the wrong kids by accident that uh, is a whole other fucking bag of worms uh colin zabrowski and daniel lubach were arrested for smoking heroin in the bathroom at a that's not location the place for that you don't do it it's there. like who's doing that's so depressing like that dude he was there he was there with the, uh, the banjo the banjo dog is back there with them being like yeah man he's <laughs> the roadies oh the guys are like yo, yo i like your show man i like your banjo work he's like y'all go in the bathroom and do some horse yeah exactly it's funny crazy I'm a dog. 
crazy but, uh, town uh mr cheese because they you as you know i mean sometimes they do they're not animatronics so chuck yeah, yeah they, they also have the guy dress up walk around yeah, they dress up, yeah, walk yeah around. he's done plenty of groping um oh, moms boy. well because what kind Big of job is grover. that you have to have them be along with kids and be entertainment but it's a shit job and it pays like shit so who are you gonna get to do it what's the incentive not the pay not the job Hanging out with kids and moms. I mean, that's that's creepy part of it, but like that's the appeal it's of it. Pretty fucked you know? up. Yeah. Exactly. Whenever you have a job where there's no incentives at all besides who you're around, like gym teacher, then creepy shit happens because people do stuff for a reason and they're not doing it for the money and they're not enjoying it. So why are they doing it? And I wouldn't trust a lot of those Chuck E. Cheese guys. And the only reason why I trust them more at Disney World is because they vet people so much and they they they'll fire you for sneezing. So that's why the Disney World, you kind of trust them like, oh, they're, they're not going to grab the kids or whatever. But, you know, if you go down to Shrewsbury, Massachusetts at Chuck E. Cheese now, I don't know who the fuck's in that costume. Who would want this job? They probably get paid nine bucks an hour to exactly. walk around in a hundred degree suit and have kids scream at them and punch them in the balls. I don't trust whoever wants that job. It's I the guy either. who volunteers yeah. to take the Boy Scouts out for the weekend. Why do you want to do that? That sucks. Oh, because you want to hang out with kids all weekend. Okay, that makes more sense. And also exactly. creepy as fuck. It adds yeah. to the creep mistake. So um, we've all had an animatronic in our house at one point, Joe. Jealous? I, I wouldn't have guessed this um, before you brought it up as a part of our pre-podcast uh, powwow here. Because I didn't even put these two and two things together. But as soon as you said it, I pictured the servos and the moving mechanisms. Mm-hmm. And it's basically taking the rock of fire explosion at home with you please tell the audience what the hell we're talking about here because like you're right most people i know had one of these or they knew someone who did exactly yeah um and this one didn't need a plug and didn't need to be in one place it could move around it had batteries it could learn things that you said to it um and it spoke a certain language called furbish so you guessed it furby and what made Freaking it so Kirby. cool was also what made it so scary. And I also have yet to meet you. Might, I, I hope you can be the first, Joe, but I've yet to meet anybody who ever was able to actually teach it anything because we tried very hard. We got one for like Christmas 1996, yeah. like the three of us, my brother and sister and I. Right. And we got one Furby and it was gray and had the black spots and whatever and we turned it on it was cool fucking furby what furby was fucking awesome i fucking i mean i i loved my furby when i got it and i loved everyone else's furby (laughs) because it was so cool anyone doesn't know what this is it's like a it's like a little toy but it's a robotic toy that it it was like motion activated so it knew when you were around it and it would turn on and much like these animatronics that had those like eyelids with like those those plastic mm-hmm. shell eyelids yep. and it could blink and it could look and it could look and open it close its mouth it looked like the, it's an animatronic toy um but i i wanted one so badly and i had to wait like a year and a half in the kid in kid time i had to wait 100 years to get one because everyone else had one before me but when i did get one i loved it for a week and then i was fucking terrified of it and i put it in the closet and never got it again yeah so that has happened to many people, including one person on Reddit who um, who somehow, same thing, got her friend's Furby and loved it, played with it, and then went to a lake with her family and dropped it in the lake. You know, good old dockside Furby at Furby time. 
drop did it. Did you do away. it intentionally or it was no, no, this was unintentionally. She never had any oh, bad no. memories of it. But really? so um, you know, she got it and it's fucking dead, dead Furby. She must not have had it for that long because all it takes is having it for a week and then waking up and going to the bathroom and walking back into the room and it, it, it walking. I mean, not walking, you walking in the room and then going, hello, and waking up and putting his eyes up to fucking be like, this thing sucks. I'm terrified. Fuck this. I'm done. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so, but she just, exactly. She probably was a week or whatever, but she threw it in the closet. Yeah. And then her friend came over who actually was the owner and said, hey, what, what, where'd you put the Furby? What happened to it? And she said, uh, you know, this is what happened to it. And I don't really miss it anymore. And then she said immediately from the closet, they heard, don't you need me? <laughs> Furby don't need you anymore. Like that's fucked up. Like that's why so, she was like, this is fucking terrible. And the Furby, so the Furby came dies. back to life from the drowned lake and uh, it, it said, you don't need you anymore. Yep. That's yep. fucked. Yeah. Those things are creepy as hell. Those are the exact same, the, the Venn diagram of Furby and Chuck E. Cheese. It's, it's like almost a full circle. It's so close in my head. Like what that shit is. It's more like Uncle Clunk, though, because Chuck E. Cheese could not react to you, but the Furby could. The Furby did know if you were in the room. It definitely knew that. I wasn't able to teach it any words either. I think that might have been more of a myth that you could teach it stuff. It could definitely change. No, it, it said you could. Like, I think you no. actually, I don't know no, how. It, it said it, but I never heard a Furby actually say words that, you know, people taught it. I know that you know, they, they advertise it that way and they sold it. Like it's a parrot. You just keep saying the word over and yeah, over. Yeah, they did. Or that, I don't know if it ever was, was it actually on the advertisement? Cause I don't remember ever snap, but we just knew that like, if you hold its tongue down and yeah, no, I think, I think it, you could reprogram it to be, to do, to act not. I think the real selling point that they were trying to hide is that it wouldn't be so repetitive. So it would have a certain number picture, like the animatronics, right? It had 20 things it could do. But instead of doing it the same thing every time, it would change it up so frequently that you'd be like, oh, it, it, it's, it's doing different stuff. Like it must be reacting. But I, I think it could only do a certain number of things. I mean, the thing probably costs like 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then when they gouged you in Christmas time, it was like 80 bucks. But it wasn't like a, a robe. It couldn't learn. They couldn't read. They didn't program in Furby doing the voice of what you said and then changing it with a voice modulator. It didn't have a, you know, it had a floppy disk, you know? Like this is fucking late 90s, early 2000s shit. It couldn't actually parrot it back to you unless you has a voice recorder you could hold down but i don't know i might be wrong about this yeah so i just read about it and for those of you who are wondering furby furby did could not learn anything yeah that makes but sense. but it did have a feature where it wouldn't really do a whole lot for the first like couple of turn-ons like you would turn yeah, on and so off it would, like it would start it wouldn't start saying hi like till like the stuff. exact like the 15th time you turn That's it on smart. yeah it would start saying stuff you know but as, wow. I mean, it, it's a brilliantly designed toy where it, it seemed like it's sentient because of the much like animatronics they would we have a certain number of things we can do how can we make this thing feel like it's alive but it it barely can do anything that's exactly. what animatronics are right it can barely do anything let's make it feel like it's alive to people and it does the job yeah if you give it human features and it's gonna feel like it is like there's there's a big debate that if there was a genuine robot that was like westworld and you know, like it, it, our brains are not capable of like really not seeing it as much and feeling bad for it. All of a sudden you watch this robot who looks like a human that's like stuck in this horrible laborious job yeah, and like getting whipped. You'd be like, 
stop it. <laughs> like, you know, like, right. The more you couldn't help it. You'd be like, no, this is not right. Like, I don't, I know it's a robot, but I still just feel there's some sort of something, although there isn't, we're not able to do it, but that. I think um, that a big part of that though, is trying to make things seem as close to human as possible. And the more you can see things get closer to human, the more far away they are, which is, is a concept called the uncanny Valley. Have you ever heard of this concept? No. It's a, it's a concept that it, it strikes fear response in people as part of um, computer generated animation and even animatronics to try to say, you want to get something to look as close as human as possible, but not be slightly off. And that slightly off part actually invokes a fear response in humans. That's why there's a name for the uncanny uh. valley. It's like seeing a person with eyes that are slightly too big, mm-hmm. like not as human, like, like a person with eyes that big, it looks scary. Because like that's kind of like a human, but not quite. Like think of things like um, I think that that movie um with the they make the alien that has like it's a girl with like a tail and the, the black eyes, whatever was that? Not not sliver, but it's something like that. Splinter, whatever it is. It's like it's just human enough to make you think it's like a person, but it's not enough to be a real human. It's just freaky as all hell, which is like a Furby. Or like these animatronic skeletons being like, hey, buddy, I'm just like you, 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 I'm just like you. It's enough to be like, that's fucking terrifying. Mm. You're trying to be like a person, but you're not. And that invokes the fear response, which I think is a huge part of how terrifying things are like Uncle Clunk or that game Fight Nights at Freddy's, where it's like, it's supposed to be happy. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to kind of act like it's interacting. But as soon as you lose that suspension of disbelief, it becomes like this terrifying like horrible thing that's existing in the world and it's just it's just freaky it's it's un it's unreal it's it's, it's yeah, i think it's like an it. old like caveman response to be like you're just not quite right and when you're not quite right it means that i'm in danger and i can't trust you which makes my adrenaline go and my fear response head up and it's like i don't know what it is about you but like you're just not right and mm-hmm. i think that's the thing that get these Chuck E. Cheese things all freaky in our minds would be like they're kind of like oh it's like a little mascot or whatever but like they'll never quite interact with you like people will in those slight discrepancies like Uncle Clunk just his weird nose just looking in his eyes just fixating on you for too long it's something that a human wouldn't do and it just is enough to get your like your lizard brain going you're like what the fuck going on like that fear starts this? going like yeah. what is this it's freaking me out it's kind of human but not human enough, which is scarier than it being like, I mean, I'm more scared of the Chuck E. Cheese robot turning and looking at me in a dark room and not doing anything than I am a giant werewolf animatronic going rawr, rawr. Cause you're like, okay, it's cool. It's a werewolf. It's supposed to be scary. And if it was actually a real werewolf, I'd be in danger, but I'm not, but just a Chuck E. Cheese just sitting there and just looking over it and looking right at your head. It'd be way scarier, even though it's not doing anything threatening is because like, that's not, I don't know what to do with this. Like my animal brain doesn't know what to do here. And I'm freaking the fuck out. I think that Furby had some of that too, where you're like, why are you talking to me right now? It's so freaky. Yeah. In a, um, not it's uncanny. I, I, I couldn't say it better myself. Everything you said about just having something that is just slightly it's not off. quite right. Um, and again, Westworld, you're going to, that's the best example is that like yeah. just something slightly off and you can tell. Um, but a modern day example, of this is Britney Spears. If you look at her, her social media, we brought her up <laughs> before. The Uncanny Valley. Dude, you look at her goddamn Instagram page and it is it's so fucking quite weird. 
You're not quite right. You know, Something's that, not right, dude. Like she's she's, she's been programmed to, to talk like, a certain like way. again, like you know, the aliens took her over and they're trying her their best to make her be like we're gonna be Britney Spears based off of what we've seen of her recordings. Yeah, of her. like humans like this kind of. This is yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Star. You like Ain't. this. Like all of a sudden, if you <laughs> all of a sudden if you went to another planet and they're go here the cigarette you like this and you're like yeah like this is awful no nah, it's like when you see a dog you give it a bone you know but they think what's what's the yeah. human bone equivalent you know is it a cigarette is yeah. it a food because a bone isn't food so it's like is it a, like here you, you like say. this fermented uh native plant drink and you're like here you go i do and i'm gonna drink it but do a little off like your first Ooh. thing is like here's a drink for you and you're like there's so much more to this than just yeah. that and, uh, yeah it's all the nuances that are missed with this kind of design of things where like that's why that's why it especially helps when you're a child and you don't understand nuance as much and like the the big animated notions of you're like oh isn't that something but the older you get and the more nuances you discover the more uh, cautious you are and the more things like this i think are like off-putting to you like i don't enjoy looking at this thing behind me of all the animatronics, like it's kind of freaky and weird and it's fascinating, but I wouldn't enjoy it. But as a kid, I remember sitting there and watching them do the show and be like, Oh, look at the things. There they go. But you don't know shit. So you don't know how fucking weird it is that that's even happening and how your brain should be like, this is fucked. Get the hell out of here. It's like when you see someone on the street and they just hit you a certain way where they're not acting like a regular person, you're like, Oh, something's off here. Mm. someone could walk up to you and, and look look at you and like they could bump into you and turn around and be like fuck you and you'd be like fuck you too that wouldn't freak you out but like yeah. walks up to you and bumps into you and then just like stares at your neck you're like what the hell is that like just the fact that they're not even aggression it's just the uncanny part of like what the hell's going something's off here and it hits that part of like your deep like brainstem almost to be like this i don't know what it's going on but i feel like this chill in my spine yeah, there's something and i can't tell you here. what it is but what i do know is that it ain't fucking normal and i think it's part of the pattern recognition we have in our brains we're like it's supposed to go a certain way even if it goes poorly it's better than if it goes abnormally that's the fucked up part that's right and i, I think that's also what freaks people out about um alien encounters and stuff it's like it's not that they're trying to attack me with weapons it's the fact that they look kind of like a sentient being but not quite and i don't know what to do with it and it's just it's chilling to the bone the very idea yeah freaky as hell freaky as hell i agree with that yeah or, or another one is like when people come on too strong yeah you're like, so i really hate sales people because if you don't do it right it's like the most uh repulsive thing you could do is is talk to somebody with it with immediate intentions of wanting something yes never yeah, good it, it's, never it's, good it's worse than hey how's it going what are you doing oh that's so nice how's your day going cool do you want to buy this and they go fuck you no it's don't. unnatural yeah it's so much better to have someone who's like um i don't give a fuck if you buy it or not and actually you're ugly and your shoes are bad you're like all right this guy's all right like yes. you don't like them but you're like i get it I, like we're on the level here but someone's like hi how are you hey yeah. welcome this way nice day i, I love you your shirt blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, just it's it's unnatural. It's not a human instinct. That it's it's forced and it's strange. And it's, yeah, it's like, what do you what do you want? Like, why do you like yeah. me? What you do you want me? from me? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how to pin you down. Like, even if I, it's that human thing of wanting to categorize things. Like, what are you? You're this. What are you? You're this. 
even if I know you're an enemy or you're bad, I can pin you down and I feel more comfortable knowing that about you. But the fact that you're up in the air and you're acting like you're nice, but that you're actually bad, that's more uncomfortable in the psyche. Like your brain wants to be like sorting things. And as soon as it can't, it just it is all discombobulated. And I think that evolutionarily we're wired to be like, if you can't categorize it, fucking freak out because you need to be in flight mode, not fight mode. If, you, if, they're, if they're aggressive and they're bad, you're going to go into fight mode. But if you don't know what's going on, just go to flight, full on fear and panic, because all you know is that you don't know, which is the scariest thing of all. The unknown. The unknown. That's right. Do you want to take uh, one more commercial break before I get into our, our next segment? Let me let's fucking it do it. Yeah. We'll see you guys after this uh, paid broadcast by a special sponsor of ours. See you soon. We'll see you after the break. Break, 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 break. Okay. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. We here at the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast believe that Brett Favre did nothing wrong. If you want to take money and allocate it towards your own personal bank account, that's fine. The main point is, can you throw touchdowns? The Dylan Joe Basement Podcast throws touchdowns like it's nobody's business. Obviously, we don't throw footballs, but the content is there. Sure, we don't send dick pics like Brett Favre. Sure, we don't start fake charities like Brett Favre. But we have a Patreon based on the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. You understand what we're doing here? We're trying to start a movement. And our movement is bowel movement. Thank you very much. Karma to you. Karma to you. Praise Christ. Cats, beer cans, and bow ties. We're back. Um, it's a basement podcast. It's that's why the bow ties. So, so fruitly. Um, we just covered a bunch of things with animatronics and Chuck E. Cheese and fucking. Yeah. So I wanted to dovetail this in yeah, from the Uncanny in, Valley we were yeah. just talking about, and you brought up the idea of uh, Uncle uh, Uncle. Now I can't remember his name. Uncle Crunk. That can't. Uncle be Crunk. Uncle Chunk. It's Uncle Crunk. Chunk. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's actually Uncle Clunk. Uncle Clunk. It's a clunker. K L U N K. Absolutely. And that made me think of all kinds of other things because we didn't really, you know, commiserate on this. It wasn't like a single subject like DB Cooper. We could do research on it independently. I was like, what else does this remind me of? You know, Chuck E. Cheese, this and the other. We've been talking about all animatronics, but that creepy apartment video of that wolf with a little hand puppet. Is oh, what God. I thought of, and yeah. I hadn't even seen that video yet. But what I thought of when I thought about uncanny, creepy puppets, animatronics is literally puppets, ventriloquist dummies, which brought me into a whole other level of creepy horror stuff, which is like oh, dolls and dummies that come alive. Mm-hmm. It's part of that uncanny valley. They're supposed to be fun, cute for kids, but you take it like one degree over from like its little fun jokiness, and it gets immediately creepy and just unsettling. And it remind me of all these other things that are just those creepy dolls and shit like that. And the number one thing it made me think of, which is my number one with a bullet from being a child, which is 
R.L. Stein creation, Goosebumps, Night of the Living Dummy, which terrified me to no end as a kid. And that story, I know you were a particular part of because you were there at my birthday party when we watched the movie all together. So I had already seen the movie, which already freaked me out for puppets. It's a story about a family moving into a new house and they find a dummy in the attic from the old family and they go, Oh, isn't it funny? It's, you know, it walks around, you use their ventriloquism, you speak in, it's speaking for you. This is Joe's old... 30th birthday party, by the way. Yeah, it just happened. <laughs> I moved into a new house. I have my, my boys over to have a little sleepover. Yeah. Watch the movie yeah, together. Get scared. Watching days. goosebumps. Dun, yes. dun, 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 dun. They're freaking out. I also realized uh, between watching the movie, like, I don't know, like four years ago, I rewatched it to see how scary it still is. One of the main characters in the movie is the two kids who move in and then their cousin comes in and their cousin's like the scary movie guy who like doesn't believe and then is the biggest bitch who dies first. But it's Goosebumps, so they can't cut his head off. But the kid who plays the cousin, the annoying cousin, is Anakin Skywalker in Star Wars. You shit me. It's that kid. Hayden Christensen, that's a child, does it? So that's how old it is. Love that. Goosebumps, the TV show, unlike the book series, basically Tales from the Crypt but even more for kids. Like here's a, you know, a one-off story about something crazy that's happening, but this is a dummy. If I remember correctly, it was named Sonny and it would terrify the shit out of me. It would, you know, you'd be talking with a dummy or whatever it happens. And then there's a one or two scenes where the eyes just shift around a little bit. You know, the kids are like, what, what's going on there? And the parents are like, it's not real. It's just a fake little wooden person. Don't worry about it. But of course it comes alive in the night to kill and it scares the shit out of you. And I just got that, that freaked me out. If I wasn't freaked out already about that, it freaked me out totally on puppets and dolls and things coming to life at night. I mean, it took me years to get over that fear of you know, a doll coming to life and just killing you and freaking you out and all that other kind of creepy shit that goes along with that. And I think that has to do with the uncanny valley aspect of it. It's like it's supposed to be like a fun little puppet friend, uh, kind of looks like a guy in a bow tie, but it really it's a crazy killing wooden figure that's just freaky as hell and, and do you remember anything about watching that movie you know i can't remember if this is a movie i watched uh, in the past like decade or two or that movie but um but there was a movie about a ventriloquist that someone found in an old chest mm. like a well the doll portion yeah. of it that had like a name like d brown on the outside and then he puts it on and then yeah. all of a sudden, you know, he like like our we we have a ventriloquist on our show sometimes. Sure, we do. Yeah, yeah. Dom does ventriloquism act. He's very he, good at it. We uh, we have a our, guest uh, named Wallace. Wallace. He's our yeah. Jewish uh, African American. Yep. Uh, guest. Uh, yes, and he's Wallace. very fun. We love him very much. Yeah, and he's also, awesome. Um, he can make could it today, you but... please stop calling our publicist? Wallace, like you'll get your money, like relax. I know yeah. you're an avid, but you will. And also the exposure, you like it. Okay. So yeah. I know you like exactly. We always pay ass dumb. So, yeah, he knows. you know, he gets it. Four so, Roses is a sponsor. But yeah, I yeah, think that, so, are you talking so, about the movie Magic? Because there's a movie called Magic, where it's about a dummy coming to life, which I think that not only does well, it there's seem Dead like a Silence, cool there's Magic. Movie, yeah, go on. Yeah. A dead Silence is another one. Mm-hmm. I think a Dead Silence is kind of like a take on that idea. And Anthony Hopkins is the lead character in Magic, but he's young. This is 1978. But not only does that movie seem freaky, I haven't seen it. I watched the trailer for it, and it looks really freaky. It's definitely 
uh, Goosebumps definitely ripped this off to make their Night of Living Dummy thing. But also, they stole a movie title they didn't deserve. It's like when you hear a band with a great name and their music sucks. It's like, they got that movie called Magic, and it's about a dummy that comes to life. It shouldn't be called Magic. <laughs> that's you, you can't steal that name. Yeah. Magic is the name of your movie. It's about a dummy that comes to life. Like that's Think about how many Disney movies and Pixar movies want to be called Magic, but they can't because Anthony Hopkins' dummy killer movies stole the name Magic. It's way too vague. Is there even any magic in the movie? It's just a no possessed yeah. dummy or whatever. It's stupid. But it was a great, uh, whether it was magic or dead silence, I forget which one I saw. Dead silence. It I, was I, phenomenal. I and I, or it could have been some sort of short. I don't know. But like, what whatever is, you're talking what is, about, dead silence. So I know you've, I know you've seen dead silence. So it was dead silence. Oh, fuck, man. Dead silence. I remember you so, telling me the plot of it because I haven't seen that. So one. whether it's fucked up dolls or not, one of the best things about ventriloquism and ventriloquist is that. So say that their their human form, which is themselves, is living in this human realm, form, and this yeah. well, no, this is real, and that this this, and this is the most disturbing part of it. Again, I, I would love to talk more about like fucked up dolls, but the most disturbing part is that this person is like putting on this persona of like this is how I interact with other humans or whatever it is, and they get the doll on, the doll right. goes, "Hey, you fucking bitch," and they go, "Hey, hey, hey, what are you doing?" You know, and like. Hey, yeah, yeah you fucking like asshole, psyche. you fucking bow tie, and you, you know, like, yeah, 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 like it's actually them, and they're they're blaming it on the doll because the doll is talking, and the person who's right. getting made fun of is looking at the doll, and they don't see that this person's the one who's doing it, and they blame the doll too. So it's like a third yeah. party where you can let out your things. Yes. This is my idea for couples therapy. Um, and <laughs> they, they do use dolls couples in that therapy, way. Everyone just uses a doll. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can kind of take, you can project your feelings on the doll instead of it is more comfortable than just saying to someone's face, like, I don't like you. Like, the doll doesn't like you. I like you. But the doll thinks that you're a bitch and you complain too much. But I don't think that, but the doll does. It's kind of yeah. a way to like put yeah. all your emotions on another thing instead of being so aggressive at each other. Mm-hmm. And I, I can see why that's the appeal, but that you're, you're bigger. You bring up a good point, which is that's a big part of ventriloquism is that like it kind Mental of is a part illness. of you, even <laughs> if it's not you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. it's you, but it's not you, but it's it's you. If you I can't be blamed for the doll unfiltered set. and had absolutely no reason to just be like, hey, well, fuck you and you're fucking, you know, like just, <laughs> just funny because no one in this, in this form of, um, of expressiveness no one is inherently positive like hey i love your shirt it's always like Boring. hey fuck you and fuck your fucking <laughs> chin you piece of shit asshole and the doll looks at it and you're like what, what don't talk like that yeah, yeah, fuck you too. Nice. Hey, 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 oh, they yeah. do the whole fighting thing yeah, yeah, exactly. i mean yeah it's like every ventral because comedy act like, the puppet's dirty and you're clean. never nice yeah not like a nice jeff doll. dunham with his angry uh yeah you know, angry old guy thing he does. He's like, ah, fucking, ah, well, I'm out of people. No, it is a kid. I'm also looking at the movie Magic again, is that it's directed by Richard Attenborough. Does the word Attenborough ring any bells for you? Let me put it this way. Attenborough, the wild world, nature and science. Uh, David Jurassic Attenborough. It, yes, Dylan, you just nailed it. Richard Attenborough is the Jurassic Park guy. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Dino DNA. Uh, the only person who gets credit is you. You did a, you just did a great job. <laughs> That's what yeah, it is. I'd get nothing. The guy listen. from Jurassic Park directed the movie Magic 20 years before Jurassic Park came out about the killer puppet. And Anthony you Hopkins. shitting me? 
I don't understand. I, I'm looking at it right now. I was like, it can't be the same one. Looked it up. It is that guy. He directed this movie. And again, his brother, much more famous than him, is the one who did it. You never seen a nature documentary ever? That's the guy who does the voice. And he goes, this is the gazelle. It's in the open plains. What? So that's David Attenborough. He's no in Planet way. Earth. He's in everything. And Richard Attenborough is his brother, who's Dino DNA, and apparently also uh, the director of Magic. What a fucking weird coincidence that is. But yeah, that's him. That's crazy. I just had this happen to me. I was, um, something came up in, uh, I was watching this like docu, docu short on the movie Catch 22. Oh yeah. Direct fucking phenomenal. I had not seen the movie. I've seen the movie and the series. They're both absolutely amazing. And they're so good that you're like, you know, like there's gotta be more to this. I never thought about it because it's just aviation war movies. Usually their directors don't seem to, go to different genres they really stick with what it is um and it's just but it's just so good that movie is just so well put together and so good and so captivating and so interesting and all these things and because the director was a bomb the movie's about a bomber like a a bombardier and a a b-25 and um and uh and then it's like oh he's also known for the graduate i'm like you get a movie graduate. like The Graduate that is so good. I mean, such a great. I mean, all time such American a movie. Goddamn good movie. Dustin Hoffman. Uh, Mrs. Yeah, Robinson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, Dustin, yeah, Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman is the main character. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Robinson's the character, and he's in love with who's older. And um, it's a weird fucked up movie, but it's just so perfectly aesthetic. The plot, the whole thing. And it's the same director, and there's one other movie that he does wow. too that he's known for, and I'm like. That's why I'm like brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, absolutely love that. Awesome. So same thing what you just said. So so yeah, um, so I, I just wanted to bring that up because I was like, what yeah. other? I mean, I don't want to go on as long as we went with the animatronics, but I was like, I could not think, not think about like creepy doll stuff and how much it scared the ever living shit out of me as a child. But just the idea of puppets coming alive and killing me—it was an actual fear for me. Seeing dolls in the nighttime, it was as scary as like a ghost or a demon or I was like I would walk down in my grandparents house and my grandmother had a glass cabinet full of like 30 or so dolls porcelain dolls all posed with the little dresses and stuff mm-hmm. and I would run by it to get water mm-hmm. if I need water when I go to bed I would run it's nothing like that feeling because I'd be like it's so fucking scary just to even walk by the cabinet just look at them and be like those things are going to open up the cabinet the little glass girl dolls they're going to come up and they're going to kill me and I'm going to scream and scream and scream. I'm never going to stop screaming. Oh, God, it's so scary. I um, fine, dude. You can ask Shay. He, he was there, too. We would run by together and be like, oh, the fucking dolls. Oh, God. That's fucking terrifying. Dude, terrifying. my first girlfriend in the history of Earth, I used to buy every, like, birthday or Christmas. And from pre-K to second grade, I bought her, or my mm-hmm. mom and dad bought her a porcelain yeah. doll. Just I don't know where the fuck that freak ass shit came from. Shout out. Same thing for my my cousins Uh, having shout out Courtney. You've Courtney Joe. You met Courtney one time. Yeah. Um. Uh. What the fuck was like? Why? So freaky. Fuck no. But also, like, like, what the fuck? My cousins would have. Is this how you pick up chicks, dude? Like, is this how you get girls? You (laughs) buy them porcelain dolls. Like, what is what were my parents teaching me about? Like, there is no game girls for eight year olds. They don't have games. You're wrong. You're wrong. It's always trying. Dude, the game started the day I went to school. Two. Um, you know what I mean? My game, it's like um, charisma. Like, like 
I'm not saying there's no there's no game to be played. Game is like if you can like, no game talk shit. like you got game or you don't got game. I yeah, I don't think I you started have game young as an, an eight year old. I know, but I started young. I started the in kids who have game as an eight year olds end up in prison when they're 14 because they got too much too fast. Well, I didn't learn anything from it from my negative experiences. I just kept doing the same thing wrong for 30 years. So that's why. No, that's the opposite of having. So I didn't end up in jail, uh, but um, but I was buying my girlfriend in pre-K, kindergarten, first grade, second grade porcelain dolls, yeah, and giving them to her. And her parents let this happen. And my parents obviously pay for this. Yeah, I'd say your parents are more to blame. American girl dolls made of porcelain. Because yeah, she collects them. So what fucking so freak ass second grader collects with their little black dolls. marble eyes and little teeth and, and know, hair? It's so disgusting. The little hair. Like, oh, what God. is that? It's so strange. I think that really is a big part of why I hate false my hair. My mom was weight. like my age then. Like she was in her thirties when I was. Yeah, she, she was like doing this. Like what the hell? I never. I think she was just trying to support you being in love and stuff or whatever. I know, but right? like know. porcelain doll. Yeah, yeah, no, it's creepy as all, all hell. And it, American shit, Girl man. dolls are right up there with the creepiest doll shit ever, where it's like they just sit there, the little teeth, and they just stare at you. It's, it's horrifying. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's and I want to puke. It's pretty fucked up. So, so dolls are fucked. Uh, ventriloquist dolls are also fucked up. And trunks yeah. are fucked up. Oh, let me know back before we get into yeah, porcelain yeah, yeah. dolls. I had to tell a story about when we watched Night of the Living Dummy. Just for the podcast listeners, you've heard this one 110 times. You were there. Is that during my birthday party? I thought it'd be fun for us all to watch the scary Goosebumps movie together, you know, as we do. And we all got together. We all watched the movie. And about half hour in, uh, Billy Rundlet started crying, and he ran to my mom. And then my mom called his mom, and we didn't even finish the movie. We had to pause it, and then Billy's mom had to pick him up and go home because he was so scared of the Night Living Dummy movie. <laughs> But don't forget, I'll never forget. You're still a bitch. Just kidding, Billy. I'm sure you're a good shit now. But I mean, come on. That's so funny that you're running home for that shit. And the fact that I was scared of it too. It's one of the few moments in my childhood where I was like, I'm not that scared. Like, I was so scared of that movie that even if I saw a doll, I'd be terrified. But I still wasn't going to go home for a fucking sleepover just because of that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we all talked it out. It was scary stuff. And we all did have a good, uh, good look, you know good old boys kind of be like, eh, just, we're not scared like he is. And then we probably all sat there and just were terrified for the next hour of watching the movie. But we weren't scared enough to go home. Yeah, I still can't all sleep right. at night half the time. It's all good. Add a um, double back on that one. But please, please go ahead. So to go ahead, um, there's there. So like it haunted animatronics. They're out there. But haunted dolls. There yeah. are five. Well, sorry, six actually seriously documented mm-hmm. haunted dolls. Are they all by the Warrens or just the one that they happen to already have in their possession? That's my the favorite Warrens? Warren story. Yeah, the Warrens. They go, we're paranormal investigators. And then uh, five years later, they go, oh, also our uh, our doll we have in our house is actually possessed and it's evil. And its name's Annabelle. And we've had it this whole time, but because we're psychic, we just figured this out. Another oh, cash grab by the war. Yes. Annabelle. Yeah. Oh my God. Did we ever talk with them before? I feel like we must have. Because we like, have on the podcast. Yeah, I that's always why. against them. Yep. I and know. That's why. We actually talked about Annabelle before. We Annabelle did. Before. Yeah. But that's one of the dolls I thought of. What is, what is a creepy haunted doll? 
Annabelle, probably one of the most successful doll movies ever made financially. Yeah. But um, another great fabrication by the Charlatan Warrens, who are a couple of fucking money stealing. Warren, we liars. have we talked about them very early on, almost two years ago. Yes, and uh, they're coming back again now for spooky season. Yeah, we sure creation. have. They do come up. Um, and uh, I went on a date to, before my current wife with another chick to go see Annabelle, and that was a funny time. Oh, so you saw it in the theaters? I saw Annabelle in theaters in like 2014, that one. Wow, it's that long ago, damn. That's what it would have been. Yep, that was yeah. a date. Nice yeah, old date. Started in 99 and going to see Annabelle. Get old, early 20s. Um, so I've never seen it. Uh, it was, uh, it's it's fine. So um, it's I, it's not, I, I, I have a different taste in movies. But so there's six dolls, Robert, Annabelle, Letta, Okiku, Mandy, Palu Ubin Barbie. Hmm. And those are the most documented dolls that live in museums. Or... Interesting. I only recognize Annabelle. Yeah, is Robert. Palu Ubin Barbie, is that just a Barbie doll made by Mattel that's haunted? uh is a darby sorry is a barbie that um is displayed in a memorial temple that is said to have supernatural powers yeah. but it's barbie Singapore. like from the mattel company like here's the plastic barbie toy we have but this one's particularly haunted yeah yeah that That's one's haunted shit. um mandy is uh made in germany between 19 to 1920 and is a porcelain yeah. doll yeah um, porcelain used to be able to do that it. was donated to a museum in canada in 1991 that is claimed to have powers and her eyes supposedly follow museum visitors mm. and she was visit she was featured on the montel um the show montel is the same show that would have on that woman sylvia the psychic who told the parents of a missing child that she had been strangled to death only to find her three years later she was still alive so psychics are fucking liars and they ruin people's lives and they prey on people who are desperate and vulnerable and hurting this is true um robert I put my show shit in there i can't stand that lady. robert is fucked uh robert is a doll possessed by spirits and uh like if you even look at a picture of him you'll get headaches uh wow. so fuck him but the most interesting one is Okiku. And you don't fuck with Japanese folklore. There's one thing. Oh, you know, that Japanese puppet. Yeah, Japanese the other actually. ones, the American ones are puppetry. all just fucking jerking it. Yeah. And Okiku, um, you know, with like the Japanese suicide forest and like their folklore is a little more believable than the rest of ours because they're, they're, the, for them to, for, for, for the Japanese. The huh? Why is it more believable in your mind? Because as because culturally, because if the, the Japanese will dishonor their family by lying. So all of a sudden, if you become a liar, your oh, family knows that you have a liar. So there's a lot on the line for them. Like they hold their ethical and moral standards to a higher realm because their whole family's in the line. That is why true. they'd all call, cause seppuku, which we obviously talked about. And <laughs> yeah. So Okiku, according to Japanese folklore, in 1918, a teenager named Ikichi Suzuki purchased a large doll from Hokkaido um, from his younger sister, Okiku, who gave the doll her name. Mm -hmm. uh, when Okiku died, her family came to believe that Okiku's spirit was inhabiting the doll and the hair on the doll was growing. Wait a minute. Who died? The Okiku. Sister? 
the and daughter. The doll's name was Okiko too. So the daughter named the doll her name, and then she. Oh, died. Wait, 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 no, no, no! Uh, don't know the sister's name. The doll is named Okiku. Yeah. So who's inheriting the spirit of the doll then? Who died? So the the sister died. Okay. So when the, the daughter she... is dead, the sister's dead. Yeah. Yeah, and when she died, uh, her family came to believe that the spirit inhabited that doll that she gave to her brother before she died. Interesting. And the reason they think this is because the hair kept growing. That's disgusting. Yeah, and the the doll currently resides in the Meneji Temple in Hokkaido. It's in a temple. It's in a temple, and where it is claimed that a a priest at that temple regularly trims this the still growing hair of the doll okiku that is so that's the most fucked up one disgusting yeah and i know this bothers you particularly because i brought a doll to your apartment one time you remember this oh yeah it was during our uh alistair crowley podcast i think and yeah in case you didn't already know what i feel about dolls i'm i was as an adult man i i'm very firm on hating dolls i hate I hate dolls and I hate fake hair and I hate the whole thing of it. So Okiku makes me want to vomit and pee myself. And all Joe's all Mr. Stuff. Tough Guy on the Dylan Joe Basin podcast when it comes to aliens, <laughs> supernatural, uh, fucking Loch Ness Monster, all these things. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to dolls, Joe, uh, we found it. We, it, like took, it took two years of podcasting to really zero in on what bothers Joe. And, it bothers um, me is a good way to put it, yep. Yeah, me very much. Yeah, besides being passionate about a lot of things, but to find his one spot, we've got dolls. So if anyone's around um, mm-hmm. Providence, just be sure to make sure you pick up an old doll. Don't and, uh, leave do it on that. his car. He now has a Corolla. Do not do it. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be a CRV. I, but you know what? That, you know how you know you're right. You I, I'm do. genuinely upset by you putting this out there. I do not <laughs> do this to me. I had to fucking get rid of that stupid piece of shit. It was all your fault too. How's your life been going since then? Did you get a Don million Hill bucks yet? Are you a millionaire? Fast. Don Hill, very fast. You're not a millionaire no. yet. No, no. You could have been if you didn't throw the doll away, dude. You don't do things like that. You need to. You know how to dispose of a Ouija board? I'm not afraid of those either. I know, but do you know how to dispose of one? Um, I don't know. Some kind of weird burning and blessing and. You have it to like cut water it into fire, like 13 pieces and then bury it six feet under the ground and you know cover it in like kosher salt basically yeah it's all bullshit you for the record i don't think joe, the dolls are gonna come alive and stab me away. i just think it's an awful thing to have in your house to have to walk by so you talked about earlier having a room in your mansion full of animatronics that are like half dead and half alive that just seems creepy i'm not afraid of them coming alive and actually killing me i just don't like those awful things in my space like when i had to walk out of my apartment to go to my car and i had to walk by that doll i was unnerved and i was grossed out by it i didn't yeah. like it i wasn't in fear when i went to sleep that it was going to come and grab my neck and choke me but i don't like it around me it's like having a picture of someone with their head cut off in your house it's like i just don't like it there i'm not afraid that mm. the picture is going to hurt me but it makes my life worse being around me in my yeah psyche. no i get that so I don't think the yeah, doll. Next time, get next me, time, if this happens again, I don't just want make it. sure you donate the doll or bury it in the yard. You can't be throwing them in the trash. I'm gonna cut it into 13 pieces and bury it. Or just bury it, bury it somewhere else. Bury it in someone else's yard. It'd be fine. But you, you know, like, it's going in the landfill. The rest of the dolls. Freaky there, ass fucking right dolls, now. dude. Any other uh, mo- movie dolls? You can think of the same thing because I thought of a big one that scared me just as much <laughs> as a kid. 
I got one. From a movie called Child's Play. Ooh, that sounds horrible. Yeah. And the Ooh, doll. Freaks, I got it, chills thinking about it. Yeah, the doll was uh, another thing. The spirit went in, much like Okiku, if I pronounced that right, or whatever her name was. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right on. Yeah. So it was a serial killer. That spirit was imbued into a doll with long red hair and overalls named Chucky. And that's Chucky from Child's Play. And as a kid, that freaked the hell out of me. Even I, I didn't like even watch Chucky, the movie dude. as a kid. Dude, I, I didn't like watch Chucky. the movie until I was a teenager. But as a kid, I was just scared of the very idea of Chucky. And Danny Mello's family had a life-size doll of Chucky in the house. And I, I like hated that. it. And they would throw it at the younger brothers to freak them out and scare them. And they were like, isn't that funny? Look, at we're throwing it at them and they're freaking them out. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. But in my, in my head, I was like, don't do that to me because I'm scared of shit. Yeah, I'm on the good side of this, that, but like, dude. I'm scared of it too. I hated it. We'd go to sleep in the basement and the thing would be laying on the corner with eyes wide open and it's long, gross hair and it's red hair, like looking at you with this creepy Chucky face because it kind of has like a man face, but it's a baby I know, doll. I don't like it's it. It's just awful. Yeah. Again, I think it's the Uncanny Valley. The It's supposed to be cute and nice, but it's awful. Whatever part of that it is. It just gets me right in my soul, and I—I I, mean, I had to bring up Chucky in this podcast. So, like, I, I like, I like, I like good amount of horror movies. Play. You know, like I like Hellraiser. I like, you know, Hellraiser we... fucking rules. We'll okay. have to talk about Hellraiser. On Hellraiser, the because the new one just came out. I know. I am. Fuck! I wish you here right now because we watched it off this podcast. Um, because it's out. Um, Already and I've it. heard mixed opinions, but I think overall that we're gonna like it. Um, I like. Chopping Mall, for example, most Chopping one of the most world's renowned horror movies that's that's ever come out. Chopping Mall, fantastic movie. Chopping Mall, Love great it. movie. Um, I just do have absolutely never since the day Chucky came into my uh, life in like first second grade. Yeah, absolutely zero interest at all in seeing it. Same here. Any of the Chuckies, and there's a current ser- series going to season two. Chuckies on right now. Like, I got yeah. nothing, dude. I'm like not doing. I'm like no. Well, no. also, it's like Rambo, where the first movie is called First Blood, and it's called Rambo Two, Rambo Three. It's called mm. Child's Play, and then Chucky, Bride of Chucky, Chucky oh, really? Chucks again. That. Yeah, that's why. That's why it's weird. Like the first one's not called Chucky; it's yeah, called Child's dude, Play. Fuck that, dude. It's like just there's just something about it. There's just something about it I just don't like. Like, um, there's a movie called Trick or Treat. And oh, I've heard of that. I have not seen it though. I've seen it like two or three times, and I, I've I hate it every single time. I fucking yeah. hate this movie for so many reasons. And a lot of people on this podcast probably listen to this, going, "Oh, I love that movie because a lot of horror movie. This is a big hit in the horror movie purists. They fucking yeah, love yeah, trick or treat. People love so it's almost like a scary too. movie. No, it's not. It's not a doll movie. It's almost a scary movie for horror movies. Like it's a little bit of satire." But it's it's just dude, it's just not. And there's like, there's one, there's multiple scenes that are generally bother me. And then one of them yeah. is one of them is just awful, and it just shouldn't even be in the movie. Like it's just so dumb. But like another one is is this part of it is this little like little like being that has a knife, all like a Michael Myers knife, like a that type of knife. Yeah. Who like he like all of a sudden someone's there and just like cuts them, so they're just like cut. They're just cut now. Like one of those little dolls, and I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't like that. Isn't that what the uh, original like creep? Is that? Am I thinking the right thing? Creep show, or, or, or is it not that? It's it's, it's uh, a movie about little toys that come alive, and they're like creepy puppets that come and kill people. 
but it, it's called like the creepies or something like that it's not creep show because creep show is more yeah, of like that. a crypt based thing turned yeah, that's into cool but it's, it's called like the creepies things. or something like that yeah something i don't like that shit i don't like those little it. fucking things like like the gingerbread man with a knife who stabs you like i don't like it the ginger For dead some... man you mean ginger dead man is really is that what it is oh we saw the ginger dead man posh with the crust yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah, thinking of exactly. Comes yeah. alive and he stabs you. Yeah. yeah, he's got a little like the same Michael Myers knife, like that very specific one. Um, and uh, yeah, I like that. Anyway, so like moving on. Um, yeah, fuck Chucky, dude. Chucky sucks. Yeah, I hate it. I, I, don't, I don't even think it's funny. Like, I just think it's just like, ugh, I just don't fucking like it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, Child's Play can eat it. Yeah, and the like most, um, you know, if you want to get to uh closing up here a little bit yeah i think um, we should wind it down here. we brought this up before but i want to bring it up again mm-hmm. the most disturbing of them all by a long shot which is funny because it's almost it's not what it is but it is what it's not mm-hmm. is the movie the boy the boy i think i told you to watch this and i do recommend watching it it's because not pinocchio it's not but it's almost pinocchio Pinocchio inspired piece. Yeah, it's about a doll that people pay this girl like a thousand dollars a week to babysit, and the doll has. Oh, you did tell me about this. I watched this because because it's creepy, but I'm not going to give a spoiler yet. But if you don't like creepy dolls, the podcast fans to watch the movie without watch it. If you don't like, if you really fucking hate creepy dolls, this actually might be okay because. The doll is not necessarily the creepiest part. Um, mm-hmm. It might seem like it is, but it's not. So just fucking watch it. It's an absolutely incredible movie, and it's worse than you'd think as far as fucked up goes. Yeah. But I'm, I fucking hate dolls too, Joe. I really do. It's fucked. This movie is about a doll, but it's it's almost not about a doll. I can't really explain it. Mm-hmm. But you would be like, you'd be like, this is It's fucked. almost a red herring. It's this focal point of the fear, but then you start to slowly realize the true nature. It unravels very quickly at one point, and it's 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 something, you know. So I, I would watch The Boy, anybody who wants a good Halloween time, October 12th or 13th shit going on. The Boy, for sure. Hell yeah, dude. That's a weird one. So. I think so. Want to move to uh to final thoughts on Uncle Clunk and the boys? Yeah, yeah. And girls. So. A lot of, so. Not a lot of girls in here, but yeah. Well, there's obviously always one girl. One like uh, if you can look behind my shoulder here, there's the bird with a skirt on. She's the cheerleader one who likes to sing. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure as part of the Rock of Fire uh, orchestra there, this ELO, they probably had one girl puppet who's like, "Hey, I'm the singing one." Blah 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 blah. But now oh, in 2022, are, are I'm sure going we can have, a, have whole, a whole cast of non-binary robots uh, who are furries <laughs> who can sing to us now because no joke yeah, here. That'll be fun. Yeah. Anyways, this section is called Final Thoughts. Dylan, you want to go first? Yeah, our final Final thoughts are that uh, I don't want to spoil it, but the Uncle Clunk thing was very hard to validate. Mm-hmm. 
You're saying that this animatronic robot didn't have supernatural powers and didn't act on its own will beyond its animatronic nature? I don't know. It, it was very difficult to find more information on this. So, but besides that, um, uh, animatronics are, 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 are pretty fucked and they're funny. It's, it's a fucking weird thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think dolls are, uh, I don't know what it is, but I, uh, I, I don't think dolls are necessarily murdering people or scratching them, but I don't think so either. I don't know. I mean, the reason people get weirded out by animatronics or by TV static or whatever it is, is that the afterlife is something no one understands. No one has, there's not a single person who's alive or even died for a bit and came back or whatever it is that has any goddamn clue. No one knows. We don't know. So if you're in a house and whatever, and there's fucked up shit and all of a sudden they decide to come through a doll because it is something that people react to as opposed to a piece of dust or a mouse or a dinner plate, maybe, I don't know, they're fucked up. And it's also weird that we make things that are made of cloth that are identical to us in some way. Um, and, uh, and, and I'd be scared. I mean, dolls are weird. Dolls are very weird. I'd be a little concerned. And our brains also have a very hard time from distinguishing things that have two eyes, a nose, and a mouth from something that is not real. So if it does move, and as we age, because me and Joe are getting older, I have very quickly learned in my 20s and 30s that I my brain plays more tricks on me than it did when I was a teenager. And sometimes I see things because my vision is not good at night. It's not, it's getting worse and it's fucking funny to me because I'm like, I need to wear my glasses now because I can't goddamn see at night. Everything's a little bit blurrier. So there's that mixed with, you know, possible spirits and whatever. And Annabelle was a movie. I just saw on a date one time. That's all I know. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a lot of good points you brought up there, Dylan. Um, And yeah, if I was a spirit, I think I would probably possess some kind of doll or some kind of humanoid type thing in order to enact my, you know, spiritual revenge or whatever I'm doing here. I mean, if you're going to be a door slamming, that's scary. But how about an American Girl doll walking up and slowly moving your hair away from your brows as you're sleeping? I mean, I can think of one thing that's much more scary out of those two. It's that. Uh, but yeah, as far as the whole puppeteering of where you want to be, pneumatic, animatronic, dolls, dummies, ventriloquist dummies, marionettes even, little Pinocchio action. Uh, yeah, I think it's inherently freaky to me. I think it's freaky to most people because I think it is that uncanny valley aspect of it where it's, it's not quite human, but it is. It's trying to be your friend like the salesman, the sales pitch thing you're talking about, where it's like, I don't know what how to read you here. If you walk up to me, you go, fuck you, I'm going to hurt you. Then I don't like you and I'm scared, but I know what I'm dealing with. Where if something walks up to you and goes, I want to be your friend, it's much more freaky because you're getting mixed messages and your brain doesn't know where to categorize and it, just, and it freaks the hell out. You combine that with the nature of these things being left alone in a warehouse to rot but they still have all the tendencies and motions they're programmed to do. And me walking into 
I can tell you right now, I would rather spend a night in a haunted house than I would in a warehouse full of these things. I mean, it's just, I feel more comfortable in a nice old, you know, New England cottage with a history of violence, whatever it is, with bad air circulation, sleeping there and thinking about all those things than I would in a room full of creepy ass dolls staring at me as I sleep or walking into a room lit only by a flashlight of an animatronic of Uncle Clunk staring at me and perhaps his eyes follow me around the room as I move. I mean, that just freaks me out so much more. I don't know if it's because of my upbringing, probably, or because the technolo- technological aspect of it where it could move, it has moved, and it will move again or whatever it is. But this shit just straight up freaky to me. And, and like, you, like you stated for me, I'm much more scared of this stuff. I'm not scared of it killing me, but I, my brain is much more terrified of these type of things than it would be of um ghosts or witches or whatever that this really gets me more it's, it's part of the halloween aesthetic for a reason it is so uh ladies and gentlemen uh, as you fall asleep tonight just picture yourself in a uh in a in a completely empty coals so you walk into coals oh next department store feel jc penny macy's new marcus whatever it is just imagine it just completely before anything moved in there and then take every single aisle that is a thing and add it and fill it with animatronics and dolls and then your bed and oh then close God. your eyes. <laughs> no, that's fucking nightmare. <laughs> that is so terrible. Thousands of these things. Good God. And then you have eyes that are, some are looking at you, some are looking just oh. over here and uh it's unnatural it's just, it ain't right it ain't right the you best right you now. can do is wear an eye mask and then pretend you're in your own bed in your own house but you're not you're in an abandoned macy's full of dolls and uncle clunks and chucky e. cheeses who are just there and it's gonna be really rough <laughs> it's gonna be a rough night sleeping yeah. in your sleep it's gonna be real tough so oh, let us know how it goes i hope that Maybe one day we can provide this experience for you. People are people are going to other things like, oh, let me go to a haunted house and whatever. It's like, we got one for you. It's a lot worse. Like you want to actually be scared, not by a guy with a chainsaw that has no blade on it. Yeah. Who hits your fucking, you know, uh, hay bale ride. Right. No, we're going to, you get to go to bed tonight in a Macy's full of dolls. I know what I'd choose. It's not the doll one. I know, but we're going to charge you 500 bucks for it. And you're going to be one of four people in that, that place. And it's, let's see how this goes. Fucking terrifying. Just saying that's, that's the OG experience. That is take it for, for real. So hell yeah, that's it. So, uh, fucked animatronics from the Dylan Joe basin podcast and other dolls, probably what this is going to be called. Maybe possibly. And yeah, I'll try um, to title later, but yeah. That's a good one. And uh, we'll see you guys next week for our first female fucking guest. We cannot wait to share this with you. Our and, second uh, biggest fan after Chris, maybe in contention for biggest fan, but she's a great supporter. She's building a website, which will be up next week after we talk to her for sure. We're going to nail it down. Uh, <laughs> the show, Joe Baseball Podcast.com or 
Lobstersonly.com. We'll bring that up next week, I'm sure, on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but until yeah, then, we don't know yet. Nothing is. No one week. can even tell what it's going to be yet. We have no <laughs> idea, but it's going to be one of the two. And uh... it's hard to say, but we'll definitely see you again next time, next time, next time on the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. Thanks Come again soon. Today. Also, Country Bear Jamboree. We didn't bring that up, but yeah, that too. God, fucking Jesus, dude. Imagine this. Imagine Jimmy Neutron, Carl, Finn. Annoying. I can see that. Yeah, the Carl. Carl, for those of you who don't know, Carl was like the fat, like redheaded. Hey, Jimmy. Oh, I don't know what's going on, Jimmy. Literally, that's him. I mean, there's no difference at all. Joe nailed it. But you're still stuck here too, you fucking pizza drummer. You're just like me. I said I'd be here at 6.30. On the dot, you didn't even turn on before his app. Yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm just lashing out to you. Right oh no, right. oh, wait, I'll, I'll, I'll make the pizza. Even though you're a chef, mm-hmm. you never get it behind your drum set. Yeah. Exactly, you like Ain't. this. Like all of a sudden, if you <laughs> all of a sudden if you went to another planet, and they go, here, the cigarette. You like this, and you're like, yeah, like this is awful. No, nah, it's like when you see a dog, you give it a bone. You know, but they think, what's what's the yeah. human bone equivalent? Trilocrism. You speaking? It's speaking for you. This is Joe's thirtieth birthday party, by the way. Yeah, it just happened. <laughs> I moved into a new house. I so have my, my boys over to have a little sleepover. Yeah. Watch the movie yeah, together. Get scared. Watching days. Goosebumps. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Fuck you and your fucking meal. Like just, which is funny because no one in this in this form of um, of expressiveness, no one is inherently positive. Like, hey, I love your shirt. It's always like, Boring. hey, fuck you and. F- <laughs> your fucking chin you piece of shit asshole and the doll looks at him you're like what, what? don't talk like that they do the whole fighting thing yeah, yeah, exactly. i mean yeah it's like every ventral because comedy act like, the puppet's dirty and you're clean. never nice and you brought up the idea of uh uncle uh uncle now i can't remember his name uncle crunk that can't uncle crunk <laughs> uncle chunk it's uncle crunk. chunk yeah it's it's uh it's actually uncle clunk Uncle Clunk. It's a clunker. K-L-U-N-K. Absolutely. Vomit and pee myself. And Joe's all. Mr. Tough Guy on the Dylan Joe Basin podcast when it comes to aliens, <laughs> supernatural, uh, fucking Loch Ness Monster, all these things. But when it comes to dolls, Joe, uh, we found it. We f- it, like took, it took two years of podcasting to really zero in on what bothers Joe. This thing sucks. I'm terrified. Fuck this. I'm done. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. Brett Favre did nothing wrong. (laughs) Wait, I gotta do it again.